Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. What up, Jeffrey P? Oh, I can't lie. We just tried to record it and it went to shit. <laughs> We're trying to do it again right now. <laughs> this is round two. <laughs> oh, man. We suck. Round we two. fucking suck, yeah. man. But not as much as a well, guy, not as much as a guy buying Paddywax F300S and then painting it a different color. We don't suck that much. In, seven, in 72 hours. <laughs> 72 all that yeah he did do a quick build on it it's kind of like the uh two weeks to taxi program it was a really rush job it was a real rush job <laughs> damn australians just freaking lee hunter man <laughs> hello fellas what's up dude let me just before we go any further just one second let me just put this on quickly there we go sorry i'm just putting a helmet on uh because i i hear every week how much you guys hate extra 300 s's they're the worst extra ever built so I figure, you know, if I put a helmet on, I can sort of just withstand some of the beatings. I guess I'm going to get in the flesh. So uh, have at it. Go for it. <laughs> does, it have Stop. No, yeah. does it have noise noise canceling in it? <laughs> Jeff, have we, one, have we gotten to the point where gauge. we talk we talk so much? Do we do we talk so much smack that I don't even I, I'm not even aware of how much smack we talk about the 300s? I will clip up a best of where every week you'll say to someone, "What's the worst plane ever built, and why is it a 300s?" Every week, and, it, and it, you, you do it I don't every feel week. Like that's true. I, 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 I'm going to clip up a montage, and I will. I'll have it ready by the time this is broadcast. I mean, I feel like 300 S. That's probably true. That's all right. I mean, I I'm, I'm, I'm not, sure I'm not complaining. Well, let's get let's get into this because I want to know. I want to know the whole story, start to finish, of. Um, this 300 S saga, because now you have, you have what three contests under the, under the belt with the 300 S you've been flying How, your ass off. Yeah. You've been flying your butt off. Like, can you give us like, give us the lead up? I know a lot of it was in the, the awesome movie you made, which your the production value is incredible, but give us <laughs> kind of a rundown of like how, what, what, what led to this airplane being the one. And then the process of, of going through the, you know, really a restoration and then, competing and uh you know this last weekend you just finished up another contest yeah that was pretty cool um so i mean some of it was in the video but like i guess the slightly expanded version is um i'd been so the eagle was pretty awesome the, the little Kristen eagle we had and uh jeff you oh, you probably wouldn't remember seeing it at nationals but it it was in really good shape like the fabric was beautiful the paint was beautiful um you know it was a very nice eagle and as I'm sort of getting more, you know, I'm, I'm loving it. And the sportsman thing is kind of going pretty well. And I'm like, oh, geez, you know, I kind of want to progress here. And you start to tinker with snaps and stuff like that. I'm thinking, geez, am I going to end up with one of those totally ragged out, you know, eagles that all the paint's <laughs> shit house and you've snapped the crap out of it a hundred times. And, and then now you're sort of faced with, well, do I keep it? Because if you know, it's, it's not worth as much now. So I guess I was sort of realized if I sell it now, I'm going to get probably more than what I paid for it because Eagle prices had gone up a little bit. 
So that was in my mind. So, you know, I had talked to Camilla about that, my wife. Um, I guess she had sort of unofficially given me the green light to look for something else. So I was looking at anything. Like I was, I talked to Aaron a lot about his Panzel, but at that point he, uh, was it his engine? I think he was getting his engine rebuilt, I think. Either way, he just wasn't yeah. ready to sell that. Um, I went out to Texas and looked at a Stortica. You could say it. The Panzel sucks. That airplane blows. I would have, I would have jumped in a Panzel. I would have jumped in a Panzel in a heartbeat. That would have been perfect for me. Like I, I that would have been awesome for me. And I looked at a story. Yeah, you would have been was, able to make this awesome video. Yeah, but see, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't want a certified extra. Just, you know, you can't do anything without spending a million dollars. Yeah. So I just wasn't interested in. I wasn't really even looking for extras, but then when this one popped up, all it really said was experimental 300S, you know, pulled apart, ready for paint. And that was enough to sort of go, oh, okay, you know, what's going on here? Um, and, you know, gave the seller a thousand bucks, whatever he wanted, just to sort of hold it and put me at the front of the line and, and shot up and looked at it. And, oh, man, like, of course I'm glad I did it. Like, I love it and I'm stoked I have it, but, holy jesus like pulled apart ready for paint was one of the most <laughs> epic ads for a plane i've ever heard that is maybe a bit of a stretch like you know there was <laughs> th th that that just yes i guess it was pulled apart and it was ready for paint at some point and you could have um, painted it yeah and you could have got a roller out and rolled some paint on it but anyway what do you do? Like, I, I and, you know, and you know, the other thing too, um, I, once I worked out it was Paddy's and what that, you know, my interest in that from when I was goofing around with the flight sim when I was little, I could totally see a story if that sort of makes sense. Like with what I've, you know, with what I made in that video, like the ingredients were there for a cool story. And that, that was yeah. the tipping point. Yeah. It was like, all right. I can. I, I have a vision. I can see what we can do here. I'm probably going to torture myself a little bit, but let's go do it. It'll be. It'll be a cool yarn to tell. How did? How like? Okay. How you say torture yourself a little bit? How tortured were you throughout this process? Was this one of those like you say? Okay, pull the part ready for paint. Did you go look at it and you're like, you know, this is probably going to need a little bit more than what he's describing? Or did you get it back, tear it down a little bit and realize, okay, it's that was a gross understatement of the condition of the airplane? Like, <laughs> did you know right away when you looked at it or uh, and then commit to it? Or did I, it, was it really one of those like, okay, now I bought it, I can't turn back now? Um, no. So I flew out to Denver and just took about 8,000 photos and videos because, you know, without saying like a a dickhead i didn't know what i was doing like you see a bunch of plane parts and you and you sort of go well i don't know like i don't really know enough about what i'm looking at to know is this good or bad so i took a million photos um kent gorton who he's here at our, at our field um he's a extra guy he you know he knows them well and has rebuilt a couple um I showed him all the photos and he went through everything. We had a few questions we had to ask, you know, has that, that mod on the tail been done? The one that, you know, Mike Goulian talks about. 
snapping the tail off. Uh, you know, had those mods <laughs> been done? You know, there was a handful Ooh, of things. 80s. Yeah, right. There was there, there was like those big ticket things. Like, yeah. yes, that's done. That's done. That's done. Okay, so we know the big stuff has been taken care of. Um, it was just little missing nuts and bolts. Missing. Oh, there was a fairing at the back that that you know we couldn't find for the longest time, and part stuff that had just been looked over twenty years had either been lost or missing or broken. Um, the canopy. So the backstory which I, I don't think I put in the video. The guy who bought it from Paddy, on one of his early flights, he didn't have the canopy latched properly. So the canopy shot off. Oh, God. You know, and it didn't hit him, didn't hit the tail, didn't hit the aircraft. So he landed. I guess he probably shit his pants and and sort of said, okay, well, look, I guess now is a good time to let's pull it apart, um, take care of a few things that are probably needed, and at the same time, we'll get a new canopy. And, and that's about as far as that project kind of got. It, it, they pulled it apart, I think, a few years later. He, he bought something else in the meantime to sort of keep him flying. At some point there, he passed away. Um, there was paperwork issues, and then it moved to another person. There was arguments with that mechanic. You know, before you know it, it, it moves through a, different, a few different hands, and 20 years go by, and it's, it's sitting in a corner of a hangar. So... That was kind of what led up Jeez. to it not not flying. Was, was that canopy coming off? So I've got a, I mean, good for me. I've got a brand new canopy that came with the sale. So that was cool. But even little things like that, it it doesn't. It, it was really tough to fit the damn thing because it, you know it's just slightly different. You know, it wasn't it wasn't the original canopy. So you you're stuffing around with that and taking that stupid fuselage shell on and off and getting it to fit properly and. Just little things like that. You spend what feels like weeks and and nothing happens. And and, and that you feel like the project hasn't moved forward Jeez. and you've just been swearing at it for weeks. Um so it's just stuff like that. None <laughs> of it was none none of it was it's not like the wing uh you know, there was an issue with the spa. It was nothing like that. There was no big, no big ticket problems, um, just a million little ones. And it, you know, that's why it was torture. It was just every time you turned around, you think, oh, hey, this week we're going to run it. Oh, hang on a second. That thing's not there or <laughs> whatever it is, you know, just something small. But, <laughs> you know, by the time you order, it takes a week to arrive and, you know, another week has gone by with nothing happening. Oh, geez. Did you, how much interaction did you have with Patty on the airplane with, uh, when you were rebuilding? Was she, did she want to be a part of it or was she just used to let her know and she was just excited and maybe gave some pictures? Yeah, she was pretty nice. I mean, I, again, I knew once I realized it was going to be a cool story, um, I sort of reached out to her through uh, mutual friends, like, yeah, we know Patty, she's cool, you know, here's her email. Or I think they did like a, you know, an email intro or something. Um, I had told her, look, I'm doing like a little mini, like a little mini short film or a doco, whatever you want to call it. Would you be in it? And she was totally up for it. The problem is she's just so busy. Like trying to get Patty is is you know a challenge um, between my schedule, her schedule. Yeah. It was just tricky, and it got to the point where I realised, you know what? It's okay if she's not in it. Um, I would. It'd be fun if she was, but she was this, happy. This sounds a lot like her trying to get on our show, right, Mark? <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, she's been begging and begging to get on this show, and we're just like, man, we're so busy. <laughs> and, and we got all these guests booked 
And she just, she's like, what the hell, guys? I hope she yeah, comes. Like, I, yeah. I hope she comes on one day. I hope she does. Like, she was really nice to for me. Record, she was. Yeah, for the record, I want her on. I would love to have her on. But for now, it's, it's kind of fun. To, uh, I'm, yeah, she, I'm, yeah, she's, yeah, fair enough. She was. She Wait, was. The only really reason that me. we have you on, Lee, Lee, the only reason we have you on is because you have her airplane. So maybe we're we're trying to like, you know, back back to the, the wheels deal. a little bit, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, the next like, episode, we have her did, dog on. Did she? <laughs> did Did she give you a reason why she wouldn't come on? <laughs> I think she. Uh, it's been a while because she was one of the early ones I reached out to. I really have a lot of respect for Patty and. She's um, an inspiration and, and certainly, you know, anybody who loves aerobatics that is uh, 40 and below, I mean, they're certainly above that age, but like, you know, all of us remember Microsoft Flight Simulator and um, anybody that kind of loved aerobatics remembers her airplane. And so I was just like, gosh, I would just love to have her on and talk about this stuff. Um, and so we reached out early on and she, just, she was worried about her image and, and how she'd come off. And I don't know that she uh, knew the podcast and granted... I don't know that it would be any better <laughs> now that uh, the podcast is around. It probably got there. worse. Yeah. yeah. The, situation, but, uh, the situation hasn't improved. Know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, you know, she no, has an it. open invitation anytime she changes her mind. You know, yeah. someone she's connected you know, with. And she's and one I, of those people. Go ahead. She's one of those people that, like, um, she, you know, like Matt Chapman was one of them. Goulian, another one for sure, where like you just kind of wonder how these legends really are, right? And Patty, for me, I'm like, if we can get her to, to, and I'm not saying she's fake, but these performers all have a celebrity What's persona their job? they put a face on. It's their job. They're yeah. professionals. But to get them to, and it doesn't have to be crude. It like doesn't have to be. Guard. Yeah. Just let your guard down. Let's let's talk some ish. Let's hang her talk. Let's like I want to know some nitty gritty stuff about her being you know a woman in a, a woman in a male dominated sport mm. and being such a freaking phenom aerobatic pilot. Yeah, and like I mean you know the her, two best episodes we had were yeah the two best episodes I think we had uh, was uh, Chapman making fun of Gullian and Gullian razzing up Chapman and it was all funny games like they weren't being serious but it would be hysterical to get Patty on and. You know, make fun of some yeah, guy when, who bought a extra when, and painted it a different paint scheme. <laughs> and, and and I've copped a bit of shit for that too, by the way. Not as much as not as much <laughs> as I thought. No, nowhere near as much as I thought. But I heard you guys you you guys gave me shit about it, and uh, some dude on YouTube was giving me shit about it. <laughs> but, you know, what would have been funny is if you got some vinyl, like painted your airplane. The, the it's an amazing scheme, by the way. I love it, but done the same thing you did, but then get vinyl and vinyl wrap it in her scheme. And then as once you unveil it, then walk up to it and just peel it all back <laughs> to unveil your scheme. <laughs> Boom. Psych. That is real big D energy right there. Like pay $10,000 yeah. oh to wrap, wrap the airplane exactly like her scheme. And then be like, and then just like the an, unveiling and then just rip it off. And then the ending shot is you just putting the vinyl in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Full send. Putting it, put it into a compactor. It's <laughs> terrible. We're just kidding. We're just kidding. It was actually. Can you still do that? On the way. <laughs> well, it was a legitimate conversation we had for for a long time. Like, do we paint it? You know, do you make it look like how it looked? Like that was we, we kicked that back and forth over and over. But 
I just sort of felt like when you see the that had to be a when tough you see decision. an extra. Yeah. Well, here's my logic. When you see one of the older extras and it has an older style paint job, it looks like an older extra. Um, And all the new designs are so, you know, the lines all kind of go, not the wrong way, but in my mind, they almost go the wrong way. Like they're they're very jagged lines and and sharp lines. They're just very different and very modern. Um, I figured one day when I sell it, which I hope is a long way away, but one day when I sell it, do I want it to look like it was an old plane? Or a new plane. So I figured there, there are so many guys out there that yeah. don't fly aerobatics but want to have some cool thing they can go and, you know, go and do a loop in that I didn't want to limit myself to just a competition person. If it's some dude who's got cash and goes, yeah, that looks cool and new, well, okay, cool, man. There, there it is. Go buy it. So that was part of the logic. And also the yeah, design. I tried to come up with something that – um if you wanted to add vinyl trim to it in certain areas, you could really change its appearance um, without having to do like a yeah. big wrap. You could just add sections here and there and it would look really cool. Or if someone bought it and they had sponsors, they could, you know, there's plenty of room for them to put their sponsors on there. So I tried to not back myself into a corner. I think you did yeah. a good job at that. Um, it, it's, it's a phenomenal, it's a phenomenal paint job right now. And, you know, it's funny, you never really think about this stuff. You're so right about, you know, extras from the 90s, you know, like 95 and up, right? There's a specific scheme. And if you see these schemes, they're just like, okay, that's that's an older extra, you know, yeah, whereas- you can just tell. You, I don't you know, know what would, year it was. Yeah, you know what year it was. And what's funny is you don't really see people taking a pits very often. Maybe there is some outliers, but- vi- typically a very classic paint job you don't see a, a very modern paint job on a pits even a new pits or you yeah, know, like an s2c right. yeah, i true. mean the, yeah, there's some right. modernization but it's like very classically um uh painted even even today whereas you know extras in particular have really gone through a, a shift in the way they're painted and look and yeah those those uh mid 90s and uh you know may, maybe mid 90s to like what 2000 i don't know you know 95 to 2000 um a very specific paint job <laughs> yeah, even specific. further yeah even like yeah maybe even 2005 yeah 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 jinx jinx you owe me a coke <laughs> you owe me a coke <laughs> <laughs> um what's the uh what's the feedback you've been getting lee like did you do anything you make any like subtle changes maybe inside the cockpit or on the airplane just to slightly modify it while you had it down um you know because i see down in florida and where you're, you're competing there's loads of 300 s's you guys have like a whole clique. yeah. There's a whole yeah. There's like about six. I think there's I think six. I think there's six of us. Um, no nah, man, it's pretty That's much awesome. which as represents it was. like thirds of the 300 S's in the country. Yeah, right. Like I mean, there's um the one that just sold there in California, and there's one more that you sometimes see pop up online. I've just forgotten where it is. Anyway, there's for for us to have six of them here. Yeah, Sillers has one, I think. That's right. Yeah, and that's now. Isn't that a um? Is that what do they call it? SHP, whatever it is. It's got the it's got the bigger elevator, um, and the bigger rudder. I think it's anyway. It's a three hundred S, but it's got the tail mod done uh, by extra, so it's a big tail three hundred S. So it's it's not an SHP fully. Ah, uh, yeah, um, you're right. Right, that's they right. Call it something, so they, they call it something else. Yeah, um, like a the, PS now. What's the SH, the S- SHP? Does that have? That's got the five eighty. Is that right? Yeah, but I, I think it still has a 300S. It's got a 300S wing, and I think the rudder is a little bit bigger than the uh, SC, from what I understand. 
you know, whatever it is. is. I mean, look, yeah. they're all the, – the, we didn't do much. Like, I mean, we yanked out a few things. Like, there was an old school um, uh, GPS, you know, I forget the brand of it, maybe Apollo or something, you know, weighed a ton. It was huge. Uh, that was – I can't think what else we yanked out of it. Oh, it had a whole bunch of um, – I guess Paddy had like a fire suppression – you know, set up in there with the fire extinguishers and lines running everywhere and nozzles everywhere. We yanked all that yeah. stuff out. Oh, so it had, I mean, it wasn't installed, but I've got it sitting here on the floor. It was a cool ferry tank that somehow went behind the back seat. Um, I don't know. It looked like an absolute nightmare to get in and out. But anyway, you know, Whoa. stuff like that. It's like, hey, I don't and need it. Was, to was that removable? Like for airships? Yeah, I'll, you know what? I'll I'll take a photo. To send to you. It's it's super cool. Like I mean, it's a it's pretty smart, but it looked like a total shit to get in and out. Um, but but clever idea. Oh, that's wild. Uh, I did I did I think I I think I posted a photo. I did keep the cassette player, which I just thought was too cool to take out. <laughs> that's amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my god. What motor do you have in it? Is it an angle valve or a parallel valve? It's the angle valve. Nice. Because I somebody had told me that the there's a uh, parallel valve in that uh in that uh, engine, like a 260 540 Uh, but I guess not. No, it's, yeah, narrow deck angle valve. Um I, f- I mean what do they say? 320 horsepower? I mean, you hear all those numbers and I just go, you know what? I don't care. It's It's got more than enough power for me. It's more than I can fully, you know, harness. So what do I care? I'm not at that point where I'm milking, you know, every freaking yeah. bit of power. So I, I'm I good. Imagine it's a... Uh, um, <laughs> you know, I would imagine it's just... It's a. It's probably got to be, what, a 10 to 1 at least. It is. Yep. Yep. Seems like... It, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, Are that's you going great. to Nationals, Lee? Nah, man. I wish I was, but if I was flying better, I would. But, you know, Nationals is a big week and everyone's on their A game. So I figure why go and, uh, you know, torture myself when I know I'm just nowhere near um, where I need to be. But uh, you're, you're going, right, Jeff? No, I'm not going. I suck. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, That's I'm good not going. Confidence for you. Really pep yourself up there. So we, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know I am. <laughs> so, um, no, you're the perfect candidate for this. We got to speculate. So we did a whole podcast last episode on uh, nationals and who we thought was gonna, and we don't have to go too far into it. But um, that got a lot of good feedback, by the way. People really enjoyed that episode. Was it just because uh, we had good you- audio, or is it? <laughs> The, the, you know what? Through an episode clean. <laughs> That's eighty percent of it. That is eighty percent of it. But no, I got a lot of good, a lot of feedback. You know, people were really uh, wanting to engage on our picks, and then you know, I've got, I got, a, we can't. I, I apologize, guys, for being cryptic. We can't say who it is, but I got a lot of messages asking about somebody that we didn't mention, and it's because they're not. Who did they think it was? I can't. I I don't even want to say. No, Wait, what were you no, spec- have- what were you speculating about? Was it was it unlimited stuff? We were talking about unlimited. We were talking about unlimited and and like the top five. And there was somebody that we did not mention. Um, you know, and you was can figure some- this all out. Someone- I just don't want to be the guy. Was that- it someone that got a new plane? Nope. Um, no. Okay. Keep guessing, no. so you could piss off Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
we'll, and we'll move on from this because we, we, I want your your take on nationals. But uh, a lot of people were like, "Why the hell didn't you mention this person?" And it's like we would have if they were going. But anyway, if they were, um, yeah, yeah. And 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 in, when it's public, we'll we'll talk about it. But it's just not it's not public, so we can't talk about it. Anyway, it's not our story to um, tell. It's not our story to tell. <laughs> That's right. So Lee, who are you? Let's before we get into unlimited. Who do you think? There's not really a lot of people signed up, but who? Who are you rooting for for intermediate since you're not going to be there? Uh, I, I, I truthfully don't know who's going, but um, I I do I don't even really know who the top. I mean, I guess Brit is she's kind of crushing things, isn't she in intermediate? Um, yeah, that's what we were talking about. We're excited to see. Um, I don't know who else is consistently she scores like in the in the low and mid 80s pretty consistently percent so i feel like she yeah. will most likely probably win um yeah and if she's that, not, if she's not really getting low to mid 80s it's it's 79% you know it's like yeah, that's she's right. really yeah, it's, really consistent you know and yeah um i know her personally she's she's awesome and she's such a hard worker so she's very very high on my list on my prediction to 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 win intermediate at nationals, which would just be huge for her. I mean, a huge accomplishment. She hasn't been doing this that long. Yeah, and uh, also, I mean, when did she only got the plane? Would it be six months ago? Something like that. Yeah, I only think she. Yeah. Uh, last I talked long. to her about this. No, no, and she. I think she has less than a hundred hours in the airplane still. She might be approaching a hundred, uh, which is you know, it's it sounds like a lot, but really in terms of seat time in an airplane like that, I, I would imagine yeah. you probably need a hundred hours. Just to feel comfortable flying the thing as a freaking airplane, let alone um, fly it, you know, from an aerobatic standpoint. Yeah, but when I I'd never flown an extra before mine, so when I just jumped in it and went, all right, well, I guess we'll work this out. But I agree, like to 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 go from it just takes time to understand what are its quirks, like what does it do differently. So the fact that she's sort of done it as quick as she has is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and extras are pretty, um, you know, they're um, a well-behaved airplane too, you know, and um, I tell a lot of people this, uh, I, you know, do a fair amount of like extra checkouts and um, I had, I too had never flown an extra before I flew an extra and I, after that got some duel with uh, Wayne Hanley and, and, and went from there, but like, um, you know, airplane wise, it's a really predictable airplane. I mean, it's like extra got everything right yeah. in that, in just flying it as an airplane. Um, the MX, I'm, I mean, I'm not actually, I've never asked this question, so I don't know, but I would imagine it's a touchier airplane, uh, to operate as an airplane than an extra is. It looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of looks like it. A few people, yeah. a few people have said who, that to me, like, you, oh man, I'm excited you know, like, to see. Was it, sca- was, it, was it scary when you flew the extra for the first time? And I'm like, no, that's one of the, it's one of the easiest, nicest planes I've flown. <laughs> it was, it did nothing weird. I mean, it was just totally predictable. So from that point of view, I was like, man, that's that easy, easy. Yeah, it was way easier yeah. than the Eagle. It's a thousand times yeah, easier than the happen. 195. It's, yeah, it's unreal. That's freaking awesome. So who are you, are you excited to see anybody at all at Nationals? Like what their results are going to be? Anybody in Unlimited maybe or, or anything like that? Are you going to follow it? Yeah, I love following it, but I just... Maybe I'm too, um, maybe I'm too vanilla. Like I, I, I don't. There's no one that I'm rooting for, <laughs> and, and 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 like 
championing. And, um, I, I always like seeing the results because you generally know, you know, who's doing well. You sort of have a ballpark idea of how people are going through the year. So I'm always curious to see, but, um, it's not like I'm sitting here hoping, you know, someone does or doesn't win. Um, I, I guess, you know, I like when my, my buddies from, from our region do well, like that's, I'm always happy for that. Um, yeah. But you know, but then there's nice, like Luke Penner, like one of the nicest dudes in the world. He makes He's a awesome. journey down here, you know, from freaking Canada. So then I'm like, well, I want to see him do well because that's a big effort to come and do it. So yeah, yeah. I feel like He's I, so I have so freaking a, good too. And another plane you guys hate, a 300L. Yeah. I mean, one of the worst, the other worst extra that you guys talk about all the time. Yeah, it's that really one I'll stand against by. us. <laughs> I'll, I'll stand by that, that, that statement. The 300L is just a terrible airplane. I actually, I have a question for you, Lee. I have, I have a real question. I like how you double down. Like, you know, you've just said Luke's awesome, but well, Luke's amazing. But man, that's a piece of shit he flies. <laughs> well, if, if he was in a 330SC, like, imagine what would happen. I mean, the space Dude, that would time be my worst nightmare. Slow. No, it's, it's, it's game nightmare. over. Oh, yeah, you'd be, you'd, it'd be over. over for dinner. It just wouldn't even be it. He makes yeah. small, small. I don't know. Small he flies the 300L. Like he, <laughs> he and Craig Fitzgerald are probably the two most impressive people flying a 300L. I mean, I, I know there's more, and, I, and forgive me, it's not because I'm I'm dogging you. But like watching anything, any video that comes out from those two flying the 300L is super super fun to watch. Yeah. See, Are you getting me, any, that, any that, coaching with the uh, with the aerobatics? Uh, no, and that's probably a problem. Um, hey, I was going to say though, when when you said like when you watch the, <laughs> the, the footage of the three hundred L, that reminds me of stuff like like with Mike Lentz or, or anyone who does really well with a decathlon. When you know the plane is not the greatest or, or has less performance, and you see something really awesome, it makes you you know like you you love it even more. Um, and I oh, think that's yeah. why I like watching, I like Luke's flying because you know that, you know, you, you appreciate the limitations he has and it still looks awesome. Um, that's what yeah. I really, I, I love that. He he makes flying the 300L, he flies the 300L better than the 300L should fly. Better yeah, than it right. was ever meant to fly. I mean, honestly and truly. Um, it's. I think he speeds up the footage. I think all his footage <laughs> is fake. It's all doctored. He just speeds it up so it looks better. <laughs> it's like, on a gimbal. You can't trust those Canucks. You know what? I've got a question for you, Lee. Are you yeah. more Australian or is he more is Luke Penner more Canadian? Who's more uh, who's I'm, more uh, I'm more Australian. Know, I'm way more Australian. Than he is Canadian? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, you heard it here first, guys. That's a spiteful shit exclusive exclusive. I don't know what I base that on. I have absolutely no reference for for, for my answer, but uh, there you go. That, that's that's my impression. Swimming with, swimming with sharks and eating jellyfish and you know petting yeah, koalas. Go. I don't know. Yeah, wrestling crocodiles, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh Other Australian type things. <laughs> oh my god! That's Luke's gonna listen to this as he's like chewing on a maple leaf, like <laughs> sons of bitches. <laughs> Sipping his Tim pancakes for dinner with some nice maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> he's at a t- he's at a Tim Hortons right now eating uh, Canadian bacon. 
Oh, fuck. I, I love, love this it. show. <laughs> Me too. It's the best. So what when was you the were biggest uh, setback? Oh yeah, yeah. Got it in before you. Yes. <laughs> what was it? What was the biggest setback on the uh, on the 300s? Like as you were putting it back back together. Obviously, paint and, and all that stuff was a big one. But was there a single item where you where it was like a maybe not the highest dollar item? Uh, although that could be it. But like, was there something that was just like a monumental um, problem that you had to overcome to complete that thing? I wouldn't say. No, you know what? I'm just I'm sitting here looking at the plane right now, and I just had a flashback, and I, I just got a little shiver. Um, the so I learned a lot. Okay, <laughs> I, I I don't mind saying I'm a, an idiot, and I know nothing about anything. So I learned a lot about painting. Um, the the shell, the fuselage shell that goes over the top of the wing. Um, we it's Kent really, 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 really did not want me to paint silver. He said, "Dude, put it, getting silver to lay down is." is challenging just you need to paint everything in a certain way so the flex fall a certain way and you know it's easy to goof it up and i said no nah, man sorry it's got to be silver silver and red that's you know that's just how it's happening bro. <laughs> um so all right he agrees and um so we put you know we get it all on it's such a process we get that he puts the clear on it looks really good so i'm learning about you know just carefully blocking out the clear and and the polishing process and trying to get that really just beautiful mirror finish on the clear and as i'm polishing i don't know what i did but i went right through down to the primer and i went oh, oh no shit oh my god and with if it's a solid color <laughs> you can just easily you can just patch that little part it's no big you, just, you patch it up with a little bit of red bit of clear you're fine you're good to go but with the silver you're almost certainly going to see the repair. So I sh really sheepishly take the shell back to his paint booth and, hey, hey, mate, little, got to show you something. And he, like, rolls his <laughs> eyes. He, he, we fix it, put the clear back on. A week later, I did the same thing. I polished through <laughs> the freaking clear again on the, on the silver. And I hid it from Ken for about of, a month. That's the ghost of Paddy's scheme. That's what it was. Yeah, it was. It was. I couldn't tell him. I, I was so. And <laughs> he came down to help with. World? Oh, he came down to help me with something else, and I turned the few, I turned that shell sideways and pushed it up against the wall <laughs> so that he couldn't see I'd gone through <laughs> it because I thought if he knows I've done this again, like he, I don't know, he might just storm off and say, "That's it, man. Good luck. You're on your own, pal." dickhead so yeah, um be on your own. but Jesus. anyway we we fixed it it was all good but it was, there wasn't there wasn't a big ticket you know one, one thing that was a pain in the butt were the brakes i don't know i don't i still don't know what really happened we just couldn't get the old brakes to work we rebuilt them we everyone's got a theory on how you bleed the brakes like you got to do it this way oh you got to pump twice and you know hold your tongue and that'll work and we just we just we just couldn't get them to they just wouldn't hold you know you'd get up to like 1500 rpm and it'd be skidding along skidding along Jeez. it's like ah oh, these stupid brakes so that was weeks and weeks of torture and that's why we ended up with the behringers it was just i heard the, uh, the behringer brakes are amazing i heard they're incredible Dude, they are at, 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 in all seriousness light as hell half the weight half the weight easily they are just super light we had them installed in in less than an hour done 
everything installed. One oh, line, shit. one line from the calipers up to the um, reservoir. It was, it was crazy. So, yep, I'm a big uh, Behringer convert. They were unreal. Yeah, I'm, je- I'm jealous of that because the the certified extras, um, like we put front brakes on ours um, last annual, and I I was kicking um, and and screaming to not do it, um, but one of the uh, the partners wanted it and. Um, it, it draws in a whole other level of complexity to the system. Extra brakes in general yeah. seem to be overtly complex. Um, but when, yeah. when you have the dual system, it's a freaking nightmare to, to bleed them. Um, right. It can right. be at least. Yeah. yeah the, the it was a mess. Multiple people had said, no, dude, you're going to, they're, they're just problematic. Just get used to it. They're problematic. And it just, in my mind, it was like, no, this is such a simple yeah. system. Like, how can it not work? Like, it's, we, it, there's there's no real moving parts. It's, why is this not working? So I, that was, you know, I was pretty, uh, pretty cranky there for a week or two, <laughs> swearing at brakes. <laughs> yeah. And what's the deal with the Behringer wheels? Are they, it's a split rim system? I... Yeah, that's is that how you is that how you describe that? It, it must be. I don't know. I'm trying. I black. I'm not out. sure. I'm not sure the terminology. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's the correct wording. I don't know. Oh wait, no, no, not a split rim. I'm sorry. I think it's a. Um, it's a tubeless, right? Isn't it tubeless? Tubeless. Yep. Yep. But it's got the really big. The 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 brake disc is. Uh, what do they call it? God damn it. Someone's going to listen to this and say, you idiot, you don't even know your own brakes. Um, we get that all the time. Anyway, I've forgotten the correct terminology. Now I'm going to have to go and look it up. <laughs> oh, it's a, um, I know the brake on it. It's uh, expansion tubes. No. <laughs> we both sound like idiots. I love it. Yeah, we both sound like fools. <laughs> hey, look at these what is nitwits this? don't even know their own plane. <laughs> it's all part of the act. <laughs> it's all part of the act. As long as as it looks good in the photos. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's a modern, you know, brings such a modern touch to the extra, which is like, you know, and I don't know how the 330 SC is is set up and they've gotten better and better, but like, you know, the master cylinder on the firewall, I'm sorry, the the reservoir on the firewall thing is, it is super problematic. And every, every firewall brake reservoir, fluid reservoir, uh, firewall setup, it's, it's such an archaic way to do it. Um, especially for an aerobatic airplane, just, it, I don't know. Mm. I, I've never been yeah. a fan of that system and they're, they're yeah. a huge pain in the ass on older extras. Lee, did, did you get any uh, feedback from Walter extra at all? No. After you finished it? No. I, I mean, I never reached, I never <laughs> had any contact and I've, so, you know, I never, I don't know if I, I don't know if he even, you know, is aware of it. Yeah. But, um, oh, we should send us some pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I should send him a yeah, video or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, do you feel like, I mean, was that a pretty nice, uh, I know you said it, it took a lot of work once it was apart, but, uh, as far as like, you know, I'm using air quotes here, the bones, you know, did it have really good bones? Like, was there, you know, yeah. corrosion pro- was probably, well, I don't know. Um, it was a Florida nope. airplane for a while, but like, you know, were things in pretty good shape? Is it a pretty good example of a 300S for, for what uh, it is now? Yeah. For, well, I'm um, again, you know, it was a big learning curve for me, but, um, you know, we went through like all the fabric came off. So we went through every freaking weld. Um, yeah, we went through everything really closely and it was, it was great. There was no, no corrosion, nothing like that. Definitely nothing, um, 
big like that, but n- not not even. Um, I guess in the back of my mind, I was sort of expecting a little hint of a crack somewhere or, or just something because, you know, it had a pretty tough life with with Patty. So um, I was expecting something, but no, nah, man, it was, everything was in awesome shape. I think the thing that I've got to keep remembering is it hasn't flown for 20 years. Like it had 900 hours on it. So by 300S standards, it's would, I don't know for a fact, but it would definitely be one of the lower time 300 S's because it sat still for 20 years. You know, uh, it has yeah, been absolutely. flying for that duration. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah. would be, uh, that would be really neat to have Patty fly it again. Yeah. I, and you know what? It's stupid. She's like a, a few hours away. I should just fly down and say, Hey, go knock yourself out. Don't break it, please. It's my baby. But, uh, yeah. it, it would be fun <laughs> just to let her go and bash around in it. Yeah. That'd be cool. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Well, video. Then I'd, I would yeah. feel like the biggest schmuck because then you would see she would do all of these things so perfectly and it's like, God damn it, I can't blame the plane now. It's it's definitely me. <laughs> so, At least now, yeah, there's a shimmer of doubt. Now, maybe it's the airplane, you know, maybe it's, yeah, it's maybe it's that little yeah, elevator that uh, maybe Mark and Jeff are right. Maybe yes, it's <laughs> shit. It's, it's definitely the airplane. It's definitely the airplane. It's a, yeah, the 300S is a piece of crap, you know. Yeah, I donate it. Maybe you can get some money from 501C or something. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Smithsonian will probably take it. Put it next to her uh, um, well, 260 in there, right? Well, on there's a few things like, for example, the cassette player. There's a little, the original. Uh, if I showed you a photo, you'd, you'd remember seeing it like the very early Bose noise-canceling headsets had this little sort of funny box that had to be mounted. So we kept that in there. And the panel... If you see my panel, it, it looks all carbon fiber. It's just a wrap. If you peel that off, it's I kept all of the original labels and stickers and like um, oh, there, there was little switches for pyrotechnics and and all the stuff Patty had rigged up. That's all still there. So oh, cool. if for That's some cool. reason one day someone said, "No, oh, I want this to be," you know how it was, you could throw a wrap on it with the BF Goodridge wrap and and peel that panel off, and it would look, you know, all the original stuff is still kind of skin deep you know what i mean so you could get it looking pretty original pretty quickly yeah that's very cool. cool man so what um you have how many contests do you have in it uh now you have three four yeah three uh is, oh yeah is that right yeah, yeah three yeah that, the one the one there in um, warrington do you know how you say is it warrant how do you say the other part of that warrington it looks like fuck you are, but i don't know how you say it <laughs> the name of that airport <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I was too nervous to say it i just kept saying yeah warrington and i'm like what is that word it looks dirty it's like a dirty word but anyway warrington yeah so that one was on the weekend and yeah there was two before that so i mean i'm loving it man like I, i've my flying is kind of a bit crappy but um it's well, i don't know what do you want me to say like it's the coolest freaking to go from the little eagle 200 horsepower in the eagle and then the first day I flew it, I'm pretty sure I took off at about quarter throttle because it just had so much power. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, this is awesome. And it, it took me a while just to holy holy just fuck to kind wow. of <laughs> holy fuck wow. Yeah. So it's a it it's everything oh, and more man, I could have. Do you feel uh, like for. 
Do you feel like you're getting like a little bit of halo effect from Patty from having her playing like your scores are better than what they should be? No. <laughs> I kept hoping her DNA would somehow kind of just gently infuse in me, but uh, so far, no joy. Um, especially should, especially like, when should... I looked at... What's that? <laughs> Oh, I, I was looking at some of my, you know, notes from the contest on the weekend. I'm like, man, that is just a dumb mistake to make. Like just little dumb things, dragging a wing here and there, and you know, it's like, God, you, that's hopeless. That's dude. That's if rookie, I were you and stuff. I went to the nationals next, the the next nationals you go to, you should buy a wig that looked like Patty's hair <laughs> and just fly the whole contest in that wig. <laughs> Well, someone said there's a there's a contest down here somewhere on October 30th, and the guys at the contest on the weekend, and I'm pretty sure they were bullshitting me, were trying to convince me, oh yeah, it's costume, man. Everyone goes in costume, so you know, make sure you arrive in costume. And I thought these schmucks are definitely setting <laughs> oh, me up, but up. maybe I should just turn up in a wig and go, hey, Halloween, you told you told me I'm dressed up as Patty. I'm here. Here I am. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> Oh my God, that'd be funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you've been hitting the contest uh, road, I guess, uh, pretty hard. Um, and Warrington looks like a re- it was, what was there, like 20 pits there? There was, I think, I think it was 11. I think Jeez, 11 or 12. So um, it was the coolest. Uh, and, and the second day was rainy. We, you know, we couldn't fly. But, but, in a weird way, thank goodness it was because we had all this time to let's push them all together. Let's take a photo. Yeah. Do one with the pilots, one without like it was, I think we ended up taking a photo with all of the contest um, aircraft together. So to have that many little red pits at one contest was, and, and a whole bunch of them too. I think maybe five of them were uh, first timers. So. Wow. That's wow. that's good. Like we we all the talk of growing IAC and new members and all this kind of stuff. To have five new competition pilots all flying little S ones, it's like awesome. This is cool. This is uh, positive. Yeah. I love that. Who was yeah, the CD for that? Uh, Adam Cope. Is that how you oh, say Adam okay. Cope? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think man, so. he and, yeah, he and Krista worked their tail off all weekend. Krista wasn't flying. Their edge wasn't wasn't back up in the air, but. Um, yeah, they work their butts off, you know, doing all Is the paperwork. Is she not flying the and, one design at all? I don't know. She, I mean, she has the edge and, and they, they still have the one design, but I don't think she yeah. spends too much time in it. Okay. Just concentrating all on the edge. Yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, yeah. Still waiting on an yeah. engine, I guess. That's, you know who I would love? Shout out to those guys, man. Who I would love to see fly good? is, um, that guy, RJ, RJ Gritter. And he flew to contest well, with you. I saw, I mean, he, oh man, he's music. good. He, he, I, I, I'm such a, I feel like a nerd saying this, but I'm a fanboy because I, his stuff at Oshkosh, there was a video he posted or someone posted anyway of him doing this. I think it might've been like an eight point roll and it was just so It's so perfect. clean. Oh my God. And I watched that and just went, yeah. holy mackerel. That was so beautiful. I'm a huge fan of him too. I'm a huge oh fan. Oh my God. And he's the most unassuming. He, he looks like if he had a bit of milk in his beard, he'd look like a homeless guy. You know, like he's just this dude who... You know, he he doesn't swan around with an air of air show prestige. He's just a nice guy and he's in an, you know, an old sort of decathlon and then just, you know, 
absolutely crushes it. So Space. dudes like him are real. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love being around those guys because it's just such a good reminder of you've just got to fly the maneuver correctly. Don't worry about your fancy aeroplane and its roll rate. Just fly it properly, yeah, and you'll be and you'll get great scores. It's all good. Well, and he's a, he's a great example. Like, um, I mean, I love uh, you know. I think we could all agree the high energy monoplane um act for air shows or like anytime you see you know whenever rob holland does that first wing wag there's not i mean come on like you're you're gonna watch and you're gonna freaking love it right it's on it's on but i tell you what watching rj's um performance at oshkosh i'm starting to really like the underpowered grassroots level if you want to call it that um aerobatic routine yeah he flies he flies that thing really beautifully i mean one of my probably one of my top five favorite um acts would probably be his act honestly um and just as a spectator the the downside a little bit is because i agree with everything you just said then it comes it becomes a slightly weird thing who are we catering for the general public or nerds like us because the general public probably love um like a rob holland type show where it's really loud Absolutely. and it's just cool loud, but then the fast. airplane yeah yeah the airplane people who sort of have an appreciation of what's going on watch someone like rj and go whoa man respect that was you know sweet so it's a fun, yeah. you're sort of walking two it, different, which I which I guess if you have an air show and you have both types of performers, well there you go. That's that's ideal. It's great but, to show the spectrum, and especially because Air Venture, yeah. like, I mean, what's the what's the percentage of, um, you know, like he he would never get booked at like a San Francisco Fleet Week, right? Where the the majority of the spectators are non-pilot. You know, it's a big open arena. Like that would be a terrible act for a decathlon. But like a bunch of pilots mm-hmm. that that. You know how many pilots have flown a table airplane resembling a a decathlon? Like whether it's a yeah. Cetabria decathlon, super decathlon, or a you know even like a Cessna 140 mm-hmm. champs and Cubs. I mean, I bet the the percentage of people that have flown something like that at AirVenture is really high. Like, yep, they they I, really understand high. it. They can relate to it. They understand it absolutely. And um, and I and I understand that you know from an act like like you couldn't <laughs> like. <laughs> Poor RJ. He he could never put Motley Crue "Kickstart My Heart," you know, to his air show act. You know, just w- wouldn't fit. You know, it's not. Yeah. It's not. It's just not. Not ever going to be a high energy act. But it's it's certainly a beautiful act. And if you can enjoy watching somebody maneuver an airplane artfully and 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 safely and really well and really precise, man. I mean, he he does a great act. He he's a really good example of that. Do you guys think you'll do a show from Oshkosh one year? Yeah. I mean, we were supposed to go out there this year. We but talk about it. Fancy yeah. pants over there didn't want to go. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> I think next year, you know, I, th- I really do think we should plan. Um, you know, I don't know if they did it this year, but in several years past, uh, there have been like a live podcast kind of uh, – like several people have done live podcasts and, and – um, we should probably look into. We wanted to do like one that. at the nationals. Yeah, you know, and um, still kind of do. Yeah, that's the other thing. We're you know speaking of like live shows and stuff like that. We we still got to get on, kind of figuring out how to get some, uh, maybe some live Facebook stuff going on at nationals or some updates just to try to keep people updated because yeah. 
you know, it'd be it'd be fun. It's it's tough to wait for scores and shit. I don't have that kind of patience. Yeah, I know. Even even regional contests, I wish there was um, a slightly better way just to keep it. You know, I I appreciate it can't be minute by minute, but you know, I start poking around when I know people are at a contest around lunchtime, trying to see has anyone posted anything because you just want to see how it's going. Like who's yeah. doing well? Uh, you know, it's fun. I wish there was a way we uh, we spoke about that, that on the on the show, and we were talking about getting like a. Um, like a 12 foot by 12 foot board with like, you know, either chalk or magnets with names and just have like a running order. And, you know, as scores come out and as people fly, just, I know it takes a lot of volunteerism, but, um, you know, just have it constantly being updated so people can see like the, an actual competition, not just like an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. Yeah. I, I think as you much know. as anything, it just well, comes and, down to man yeah, power and, and, and volunteers. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it is. And I mean, and, and getting somebody, you know, there's just a, there's a general lack of people filming their own flying or having somebody film their flying and posting it. Whether people are getting their their flights filmed for their own uh, critique purposes, uh, you know, I'm sure they are. But um, you just don't see a lot of contest content. You really don't. You see a lot it's of not, practice like so- content. I, I've but, tried yeah. like at um, the Rome. Oh, a few of the a few of the local contests. Depending how many volunteers we can get, because I usually take a ton of photos. Um, it, it, if there's enough people, they'll never put me on the line to help you know record or assistant judge to free me up so I can go and get as much you know content so to speak as I can. But the last few contests I've been th- been at, there just sort of have, hasn't quite been enough spare people to to have one person just walking around taking photos and uploading stuff. So, you know, usually it just comes down to there's just not enough people, which is why, like, I mean, I pushed well, and you've, like like you've National really Aerobatic Day, for example. I just camera. pushed, so, I pushed super, super, super hard that day, and and we've got a I don't know how many, but a good new little group that have got involved. So it's like, all right, let's, you know, if we all just kind of like chip away at it together and try and grow this, I think we can do what we were talking about. You will be able to have, you know, close to live updates. Um, as The bigger the contest is, the easier they are to run, I think, if that makes sense. Because there's just more bodies, yeah. you know, there's more people to make it happen. Yeah. And if we yeah, get rid of boundaries, and- then we can have more volunteers that way. Oh, amen <laughs> to that. <laughs> Well, oh, you're an anti bounder. So you're know. an anti bounder. Uh, you, you know what? After I heard Goody's um, <laughs> Goody's episode talking about it, I actually thought it was pretty interesting. Like I had previously not questioned it because okay, we have boundary judges and we have boundaries. You know, there's a box we're meant to be flying in. It makes sense. But he, the thing that he said that I almost like just yelled out, "Yes!" was when he said. Um, getting people to and from the boundary like you know you finish us you finish around someone always says oh, okay hang on i've got to go and get the boundary judges and then half an hour yep. later a pickup truck comes along with two people sitting in the back of it and now we've got to take the other two back out and i just thought man that is so true it, it, it always just slows things down yeah and do you think that let me ask you a question then do you think that you're flying i'm being serious do you think that your flying would improve if you didn't have to worry about boundaries? Because you always, you know, you always want to fly for the judge and you always should know where the judges is, 
you know, the, where they are when you're flying. So you present it to them. Um, so do you think you would fly better without having to worry about boundaries? You would assume, you would assume so. Like if you took that pressure off, like I noticed it at Warrington, um, the, the, the one of the back markers, which of course they couldn't get to, I guess it was private property, but they said, oh, there's a, there's a, a farmhouse shed that's just outside the box. I swear to God, every time I was looking down, I was like, there's a fucking shed under me. How did that shed get back under me? Like, I'm meant to be over there somewhere. So, therefore, it was weighing on me that, you know, it was it was another thing that was in my head. Um, so, you would have to assume you would fly better if there was just one less degree of pressure put on you. Um, and also, too, when I have been, you know, either recording or, or whatever next to a judge where we haven't had boundary judges. Um, I'm, I'm sure I have seen a method of just incorporating that into the presentation score where you, you maybe, yeah. maybe we don't exactly know whether they were in or out, but we recognize that you were, you know, right up against it. Therefore we're going to factor that into the presentation. That's like, you know yeah. what? That sounds pretty yeah. cool. Why don't we, I like you. let's save ourselves some grief and let's do it that way. I like you, Lee. <laughs> you, want be, you want to be friends? We can hang out. Can we be friends? <laughs> What's your MySpace? <laughs> What's your top oh, name? Well, speaking of, I got to uh, give a shout out. Can I give a shout out real quick? Um, yeah. To Lee, do you know who Horse Money is on YouTube? Oh, I do now. I didn't before the weekend, I, but yeah, what the heck? Yeah. Do, you, do you know who they are? Okay. I, I don't. No I, I was already a subscriber because I had watched past videos he's posted, he or she. Um, but I think it's uh, a she. every flight fr- is it? Because every it's a flight she. from the uh, yeah. the the James Cape. Okay, uh, uh, I I'm glad I said he or she because I, I was sexist. just not sure. I know, <laughs> I know. Um, but every flight from the James Cape Polk uh, Invitational is is uploaded on there, um, and there's tons of them. Um, and there's a bunch yeah. of, and I think I've probably subscribed because in the past there's been like, you know, aerobatic practices and, and air show departure and arrivals. But, um, I don't know who you are, but whoever you are, like, that's awesome, um, to see all these flights uploaded. So if you want to watch basically, I think it's probably every flight that was done it was close to them. Cause I did ask, I said, who, you know, who the heck is doing this? Like, how, how are they getting paid or who's paying them are we paying them like what's what's the scenario here and everyone just sort of does the old look man we don't quite know but we're really really (laughs) thankful and they come out and they film it all and they upload it and and i looked over and there's a lady who it's not you know who would have known that lady was the one doing this um she comes out with a camera <laughs> and does it. and the, Adam, the CD was so nice. Like he made a whole at the, at the, at the presentation, a whole big thing saying, thank you. And we all said, thank you. And he gave her like a, you know, like a, a gift because like how, I don't know why she does it. We are all Mark, so thankful. She does it. Mark, yeah. we should get her thank to you. do seriously. to represent FCS at nationals to record stuff. I, oh my, I, I would really seriously wish I had a photo. Let's show you. <laughs> let's let's crowdfund this and and let's do this. All we have to get her is a uh, gift. I'll pay. Just get her a shirt, man. I think that's I think that's all you need is a fly cool shit shirt, and I reckon there's an above average chance she'd be in. Done. 
Well, should we make the announcement now? I'm or not even should joking. We do next podcast about about what we're doing. I, with I'm the, not uh, even joking either. Like, you tell me what she needs, and 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 I'll, I'm dead serious. We'll make it happen. Yeah, well, all right. Sure, a shirt is it? I think. <laughs> Maybe a lift sticker. Um, Can you throw in like a beer from Hangar Twenty Four? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Deal. We'll, we'll ship I'll a whole like, case out. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, yes, uh, Jeff, to answer your question. Um, yeah, I think we should, I think it is time to finally unveil this thing. Is it time? Cause Lee doesn't even know anything about this. No. So Mark and I, we, uh, we've been working on something and, uh, it's actually only to a select few, a select few. And, um, it looks like we're greenlit. I don't want to jinx it. So. I mean, I guess we'll, we'll do it anyway, but well, the top, um, the top brass all gave thumbs up and, and, and you know, we, you and I, we haven't talked about your conversations that you had with them yet, but, uh, this is sounding like got the old nod. We all got the old nod and, um, worst case scenario, you know what, Jeff, worst case scenario, we don't get, somebody is like, somebody poo poos this at the end. We'll FedEx this bitch to their house, ha- like to the winner's house. Like, I don't even care. It doesn't have to be officially, you know I will I mean? hand deliver it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we wanted to do something fun for the kids um in at national you know to college kids at nationals um they seem like they have a lot of fun there but there's a lot of downtime there and we wanted to spur up some competition between the between i guess the two different colleges and any other college kids and all the individuals so basically i don't want to say what the award is yet but the winner the person who wins in the sportsman the highest scoring sportsman competitor that goes to college so it doesn't matter if you're on a college team or if you're at nationals and you're not on the college team and you go to college, um, you're eligible. And what we did is we follow through with a WWF title belt that has the fly cool shit logo and all the rest of the, oh we're going to post it, but we are going to give away a, a, it's an authentic, it's not, a, it's not a <laughs> W, but it's the same brand that they used to make license. them. Yeah. No, it's the same company that they use. No, I went no, all I out, mean, it's man. Not like a, it's not like a WWF licensed belt. But it is from the company that makes. Yeah, I went into my son's change jar from his, you know, that he's been saving, and I stole all his <laughs> money. He's modeling money. <laughs> yeah, all his yeah. modeling money, and uh, oh, jeez, and big uh, sacks with Avenue. Yeah, so we're. Uh, it should be. I called them today. They, I. It was supposed to be made and shipped in four or five days. We ordered it about five days ago, so I was email them today and asking them where it was, but, um, they're a little backlogged. Um, so it's going to ship out on Thursday. They told me, and, um, I don't want to give away too many details. I'll, Lee, I'll send you a picture because you're on the, uh, That'd be awesome. the that's now. a, that's a cool. And, uh, so it's, it's legit, right? You're not, you're not, uh, BSing this. No, this is dead serious. No, it's paid for everything. That's, it's, it's, awesome. it's happening. How cool that's is that? Like funny. you win a title belt. I mean, you're going to go back to college. If I was in college, hey, so how does it work? So I would do wear you, does that does the individual? So so whoever wins it gets to wear it for the year. Is that that's how that works? So we didn't quite think about that yet. Oh, good. <laughs> I think I think really I don't know that it should form. be a revolving belt. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. I, I mean, correct me if I'm. I mean, I could be. I can be convinced otherwise. I don't know that it should be a revolving thing where like the next person has to ship it out. I think I it's think just they should cool, keep like, it every year. Yeah, I think you should keep it. I think every year we should do one, um, and we can do new categories too. Let's do three, four, or five belts a year. That's a great idea. You know, um, and then people just have this trophy forever. 
um, that's freaking awesome. And then they can wear it and DDT the crap out of somebody. Oh my God. Totally. Just, just, just undertaker them. Yeah. Give them the sleeper, <laughs> the old sleeper. Fish, fish hook them. <laughs> what's the free, what's no, the I, one, what's, what's the run that, what's the one that the rock did the freedom? No, no. What did the rock give? The people's oh, elbow. Man. Yeah. Right. The people's elbow, <laughs> the people's champ. We should call it the people's champ award. Oh my God. <laughs> the Fly cool shit. But the yeah, Fly cool it's got shit the collegiate people's champ award. It's got the logo on it, and it says it says on the top and bottom. It goes undisputed heavyweight sportsman, national champion of the year. <laughs> That's ah, legit. Yes. That's cool, dude. It's gold plated and everything. I I really didn't. That's swear. pretty sweet. <laughs> so Whoops. can you are you gonna are you gonna post a photo of this, or can you just do I get a private viewing? Because I, I need so, to see it. I'm I'm dying to see it. So they sent the um they sent the. Proof, proof whatever but it's digitized so it's not like the actual physical picture of it so mm. it doesn't do it justice so i'm gonna wait till they send me I, I, they're not gonna send me a picture of it but once i get it i'm gonna do a whole photo yeah. shoot you know i want to wear yeah. it you what? know just it, i'm not gonna wear it, 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 it wing, be naked put it on the wing what's the criteria the highest the highest scoring um college sportsman, sportsman. is that what you said yeah yep that'd be fun for them right that's, they, that's they need cool. yeah totally yeah I think anything that is another fun excuse to take part is a, is is worthy, is worthwhile. Yeah. Then we were it's thinking about. Fun. Then we were thinking about doing a um, like a two foot by four foot check for the uh, <laughs> four minute freestyle winner, and just and already it, make out the name to Rob Holland. <laughs> yeah. But put yep. like sixteen dollars and fourteen cents on it. Yeah. Like some weird amount. No, we'll like give him a um, multi check. Yeah, we'll give him two hundred and forty <laughs> pennies because it's that's uh two hundred forty seconds and four minutes. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Here's a mason jar of two hundred and forty pennies. Congratulations. Should we order him a two hundred forty slice pizza? Oh, he would house that. Pizza? Rob is. A big, I don't think people realize he's a big dude. Like he's yeah, just he's a big gigantic dude. man. I would never. I mean. He's got reach. I would never want to fight Rob. Knock me out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited for this. And we're, we're, well, I don't know how much farther we can go talking about it, but it's going to be really exciting. And then as soon as Jeff gets it, yeah, we'll we'll post a video. The real, the real. Have you got a, have you got a sponsor for it? Well, we so, didn't th- you're giving us way too much credit. Like we are, we don't think that far. Ahead, that's not true. <laughs> you, were, you, were, you were drunk. You found a website that made belts and went, ah, oh, click. Yeah, you don't actually, give yourself enough credit. <laughs> Go, t- you tell them because my microphone sucks today. We, we were really, I mean, Jeff was going to spot or I was going to sponsor it. Jeff was going to sponsor it. Um, and then we were going to, we were trying to figure out two other sponsors. Um, cause there's like four, there's a main, the main belt that's going to have fly cool shit on it. And then there's like four little, like, um, like two on each side of the main buckle, like smaller buckles that you can put, yeah. you know, whatever you put want. So yeah. we're like, Oh, we, yep. we should get some, some cool sponsors. Um, and it just, you know, we were like, uh, like it's, it's getting kind of close, you know? Um, Let's just do, you know, we had, we threw like a couple of ideas around and then finally, you know, I think, I think it was Jeff's idea to just do like arresty symbols, you know, so no sponsorship on it, but, um, you know, 
It's almost like the build it and, you know, they will come concept. So do the first one, just make yeah. it happen for the first time, and then um, you've got something then to show for next year and, 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 and let it grow from there. Because yeah, that's, that's a fun it idea. I mean, it's, it, yeah. it's, it's bonkers, but it's I love fun. the idea of making, like, well, yeah, and it's like, you know, the idea of just, like, creating, like, re- like not stupid criteria, but, like, highest scoring sportsman huh. collegiate pilot is like a very specific, you know? Yeah. So like we should do one for like, uh, kind of like the Bozo award, but like, you know, I don't know, most yeah. outs or, uh, most zeros or, you know, yeah. I, so, I, I, th- things that are harmless. That's, that's what I like. Like it's, it's yeah. a harmless oh. thing, but at the same time we're having a bit of fun. Like we're not, uh, you know, as much as it's everyone just, is just trying to make trying it a little bit more fun, a little bit more laughable. Exactly. Just, it's also fun to have something a bit, yeah. a bit, a uh, little bit silly. I just emailed it yeah. to you, Lee. Oh, really? Yeah, hang on. Let me just... Yeah. Uh, oh, got an email here from uh, Nikki. Oh, sorry. Nothing. Um, <laughs> wrong photo. Wrong photo. <laughs> oh, that's cool, guys. Oh, there's a belt in that there, is right. very cool. Oh, damn. Isn't I'm going to cool? go to college. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to enroll now. I want this. You're going to be like Rodney Dangerfield in Back to School. <laughs> Hell yeah, just this we're old solving, guy at college. I'm here for the problem, belt, you know, kids. <laughs> the IAC, you know, the IAC is like trying to, to, to you know, not. I mean, it's not like they're they're hurting from, we're, it's always trying to grow the sport, right? There's always that, you know, whether it's active or passive, the more members, the merrier and getting people yep. engaged and all that stuff. Nothing says go thousands of dollars into debt and time and money, blood, sweat and tears than the potential to own or the potential to win a $300 belt. Yeah. There you go. Nothing else says that. <laughs> you know, Nothing I mean, what, else says that. What would, you, what would you do? What would be your, like, I mean, let's call it a bozo category because they really deserve it. I mean, the chapter 23 and the Florida guys on there that did the whole bozo award. I mean, that is the yeah. the coolest thing. I love that. They, idea. De- they deserve all the credit in the world for anything funny that happens at a contest. Um, yeah. But like, what would be something that you would do along those lines of like, uh, you know, something funny and, you know, keep in light of situations and whether it's an award or something to do at a contest. Have you ever thought about that? I don't know if I've uh, necessarily thought of something, something crazy like that, but, but I'm also very pro unusual ideas uh, uh, that, yeah. that aren't, um, Same. like something simple was the, gee, what's the uh, American champion award? Is that what they called it? The one, just the, the award for the highest scoring, you know, decathlon usually it, it's, yeah. it's not a big deal, but that's just another fun reason to someone who might've been sort of sitting on the sidelines. It's like, Hey, come on, just have a go. Like you might get that award. Like, yeah, it's an excuse to just get involved and it's, it's harmless whether you come first yeah. or last, but it's another little idea that. We, we can throw around so uh, you know a funny belt a fun belt idea that's actually pretty cool like i sort of wish it wasn't limited to the uh, college kids quietly <laughs> i want the belt <laughs> that's what i was saying we um, have a bunch but- of ideas for more you know belts and and some other ideas i mean there's so many fun things that you can do that like kind of throws just throws more you know not that in not that people need incentive if you if you want to compete to compete you don't need the incentive of anything, but you know, it would be cool. Like, Hey, like what if it, you know, I don't know where this involved, where this evolves to, you know, it's like, maybe we're like actually, 
Jeff and I have talked about this, like of, you know, doing something down the line where there's like real money involved, like putting a contest together and, and getting people, you know, into the sticks and competing for real money. Like, yeah. I mean, I, is the, uh, I, I, I raised that one day or I think I raised it. I, I brought it up one day somewhere. And it just seemed to be a real pushback, like, well, then you're going to get people doing it for the wrong reasons that aren't, you know, safe or yeah. something like that, which, you know, I get it. I, I don't completely disagree, but I would be, I'd be satisfied if things like entry fees or, you know, we'll cover all your hotel costs or all your gas costs or something like that. That'd be, you know, incentive. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like, you know, there should be like an unspoken rule, not rule, but like, you know, we could try to start doing is if you go to a contest and it would, it wouldn't work necessarily in the advanced or in limited categories. Cause there's not too many people that show up to do this, but in intermediate and, and sportsmen, if you got all the pilots together and you're like, Hey guys, you know, just ha- like hangar talk and you're all in a group and you're like, Hey, whoever wins, the rest of us are going to cover your, your entry fee. That's just the way it's going to work. So Good luck to everybody. And it's like a gentleman's bet, you know, and everybody, whoever wins, everybody pitches in whatever to whatever it ratios out to or, you know, divides up to. And, and that's that, I mean, you could do something like that. Yeah. 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 And you know, also I'll, I'll say, um, you know, if people are competing for the wrong reasons, they're still competing. You know, they're, they're, <laughs> whether it's for money yeah. or not, people compete for the wrong reasons all the time. I mean, yeah. you know, define right and wrong reasons. And I'll say, you know, I'm not saying that the IAC needs to offer money to get people to compete. What I've thought about this for a long time and, and I've talked to Jeff about, and we've kind of talked, you know, this is nothing serious. It's just like spitballing stuff, but it doesn't have to be an IAC sanctioned event. It can be a, a completely separate event where like, you know, you get, it's an invitational and like the top purse is 10 grand or something. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I'm not talking about competing for, for 250 bucks and an Applebee's gift card. Like, like really changing the format of a of the way a, a contest goes, but but how um, would that work? Just for fun. Uh, what, just, what's what's the rules? Um, if you run a contest and it's not an IAC contest, does that run in? Where, where does that? How does that work? Uh, you know, insurance uh, waivers, things like that. Can it? I don't know enough about it. Like, can it be done? I think you. Yeah, just, I mean, you get an insurance policy on that, right? Yeah, you you would have to get an insurance policy or have some minimum. Ins- I mean, even the IAC has you know a minimum insurance policy for liability um, that everybody has to bring uh, when they compete. So um, I'm not sure what the I on, and and I'm not and I don't mean this in a degrading way. Uh, this sounds very condescending, and I don't mean it that way. Uh, it's just pure ignorance. Is I don't know what the IAC brings to a regional contest in terms of like um, umbrella scope meaning insurance i know insurance 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 is one of them i I know that is one of them um i I don't know what the policy is and all that stuff um i'm sure i know i mean that's one of the things like with eaa the rate they get on their insurance because of volume is so good that that's what makes you know a portion of our entry fee at a contest is applied to that insurance bill um, but I know just through volume that EAA gets, or sh- sorry, the, the rate is so is is affordable. Um, 
that it's manageable. So I don't know what it would be if you just were on your own and said, well, hey, we're going to run a contest. Um, I assume it would be more than what we're currently paying, but I don't know, is it is it twice as much or is it just 10% more? I don't know what the saving is. Well, and that, I guess that's a, that's under the premise that we would, you know, that you're hosting an event. You know, I guess it just depends on how big it is, right? If, if it's, you know, if it's an invitational in which there is, is this money on the line, essentially you're creating a spectator event. There's going to be people, you're going to have to have insurance. And mm. depending on the size of the event, you know, that's all kind of getting into the weeds. You're right. There, there, there is yeah. some scope that, that, that the IAC brings. Um, another one is like, you know, you couldn't use an IAC. I mean, I guess you could unofficially, but like you don't have the IAC blessing of, of, you know, the, the known unknown free structure, I guess, you know, because mm. it's not an IAC sanctioned event. Yeah. But um, that, that, that I don't see that as being a huge problem. And the waiver thing, you know, I don't know. I don't know how much the IAC. I don't know if the IAC is, even has any pull there. I mean, I, I mean, I, it may not. I you, if you apply I, for a waiver, I if you're a Joe Schmo and you want to practice somewhere, you apply for a waiver. I don't know if it even. Yeah, and they may, there the may IAC. be something now with some fizzos. Mm. Yeah, you know, and I don't know. Like, you know, these long these long running contests. If you have somebody that's in the fizzo, that's been in there twenty years, and every year has has. It granted this waiver for a contest um, and that contest is, is, has been ran smoothly, no issues, no violation, you know, or no, no violations of the, of the waiver or anything like that. You know um, maybe to put that IAC stamp, Hey, we're back. You know, maybe it doesn't matter who the CD is. It's just like, hmm. Hey, this is that same, uh, that same contest. IACs, you know, um, same IAC contest. Maybe the FISDO would be a little bit more. Okay. I'm not, you know, I haven't had to ask questions the last 20 years. Why would I ask questions this year? Um, I don't know. When you, but I do know. When you, I see I see more posts about people having issues getting waivers for a contest than I than yeah. I see ease of getting waivers for a contest. So I don't know that the yeah. IC has a lot of pull, if any. When you were talking about prize money and things like that, or, or incentives in general, I my fantasy, and I think we can make it, happen or like at least when with the guys i talk with in our chapter of just having uh no entry fee um and and, and a prize might be as simple as we get your gas bill or, or, or something of that caliber ultimately you're just trying to make it as affordable yeah. as possible to come away for the weekend um just getting some sponsors involved to to, to offset some of yeah. those costs I, I think that would be a huge deal, and, and not that it's always. The, it's not that it's really that super expensive of a weekend, but it's probably a thousand bucks, really. You know, a weekend. But by the time yeah. you sort of talk hotels, um, you know, entry fee, gas, etc. Absolutely. If you could, sh- if Food. you could shave off half of those costs, um, you know, I think there's a lot of people. It'd give them one less reason to not come along. So even if it's not a prize money, just you're just making it cheaper. I think that'd be a you know. All very, yeah. yeah, very achievable. It does offer too another element. It offers another element of like, um, you know, if like, you know, Lyft Aviation wants to come in and sponsor an event. Granted, it's not a high, it's not a huge spectator event, but, but the see, money's not high either. If it's if it's like, you know, I have a whole attitude about that. Like the whole, you just said, oh, it's not a high spectator event. I don't even care whether there was two people at there to watch that's irrelevant it's social media like look at me with, I agree. you know sponsors on the aircraft no one comes to a contest yeah. to watch 
no, literally no one comes to a contest to, to watch it because it is kind of boring to watch. But the no. access we have no. to eyeballs on social media is astronomical. So that that's, I you know, I, I get a bit, um, you know, a little bit passionate about that subject because I, I get a bit frustrated when <laughs> I hear you're, you're, in, you're in, a perfect in, example. You're, you're a perfect example of that. Yeah, you're a perfect am, example I of that. You know, you're, and I want to get into Wingman Watches um, and, and your other sponsors because – you know, you're not an air show guy. I, can, I mean, maybe you will be, can, um, but you're not. You're you're a contest guy. You're you're a content guy and a contest guy, and you're and you're doing I, I it had, successfully. I had someone on the weekend who was a nice guy, but um, he, you know, said I said hello to him because I knew who he was, and he he sort of pretended he didn't know me. I think he does anyway. Don't he, you hate he that, saw the plane, dude? Don't you hate that? It's so annoying. It was, it was it was interesting, and he said, "Ah, oh, so uh, did you buy the plane with those stickers on it? Did you?" And I said, "Oh no, look, I you know I, I reached out and spoke to these company and and so on." And he said, "Oh, so you fly air shows?" I said, "Nope, nope, nope. No, I'm, I'm not an air show guy. Just contest." Oh well, I'm uh, quite shocked that someone would sponsor a contest pilot. And I thought, yeah, you're you're he he is an example of the person that inspired me to do what I did with the extra because you guys would have seen the photos um, from, I think it might've been early nineties, the, the Hilton sponsorship. I think it was the unlimited team. And there's, a, yes. there's about three or four pits. There's yep. a cool photo with these pits Perfect. and it's got Hilton hotels. And a few years ago, I guess someone posted it on Facebook or wherever I said, Oh, wow. Um, you know, how come there's no sponsorship anymore? And I was just met with all these messages of, oh, it's, it's impossible. Sponsorship doesn't exist anymore. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just a whole long list of reasons of why sponsorship doesn't work. And that was all the fuel I needed to say, oh, is that right? Tough guy. Um, you know, on one. Yeah. You're not going to be driving up to a contest in a Lambo. That's, you know, like, why does it always have to, I think people have this perception of, of like, oh, sponsor, you know, sponsors will never, you know, that'll th never work because they're thinking of like these, these companies putting in, you know, 50, a hundred thousand dollars a year uh, into a, a, into a contest pilot. It's like, that's not, that's not, that's how it has that's to work. Not what, yeah. And that's not what I'm asking for. I, I'm not doing what Mike's doing, you know, with, with, with Wayland, you know, like, that is another level. That is a very that's a, that's a that's, totally different, almost a that's different, a totally topic, different say. thing. Yes, yeah. you know what we've demonstrated here, or what I think, I hope I have demonstrated, and and like Jeff, I've heard you joke about it with with Monster, but like it's a funny joke. But I hope people is have seen what yes. I. Yes. Well, <laughs> yeah. Look at I'm a, I'm a dummy. I'm a dummy who limps through intermediate. D that's that's irrelevant to what we're trying to achieve with a cool story with a cool plane and a company who wants to well two things help me but also grow their business and with social media at our fingertips we can hit thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people so easily and not one of them comes yeah. to a contest they don't have to don't even worry about who comes to your contest it's irrelevant um, yeah. just have a presence online and the whole nation. I, I joked, I've, I, I've said to people, um, um, oh, you know, how, how fantastic is, is Mike's, you know, 
He's extra. Oh, it's so great. And then I've said, yeah, I've never, ever seen it. I've never seen it in the flesh, but I know exactly what it looks like because of the phone in my pocket or the Blue Angels. Could, I've I never seen the Blue it. Angels in the flesh. I could, I could draw I, Mike's airplane from memory and I've never seen it in yeah. person. That's what I mean. Like this notion that you have yeah. to have gone to an air show to see the sponsor's name is just an old approach. It's, it's just an older way of thinking about it. And I'm not saying that it's wrong. Yeah. It's just a, you know, there are, we have new ways of reaching um, customers or, or eyeballs or people. And it's in our back pocket. So, you know, the, the idea that, well, we have to work out how to get the public along or, or, you know, spectators to our event. I don't even care. I don't want spectators there. It just sounds annoying to have to deal with people. Like, <laughs> don't come. Like, please don't come. But just watch online. We can show you cool GoPro yeah, footage from inside the plane. We can we can wrap up a whole long hot weekend of flying into a bunch of cool photos and video. And there you go. Yeah. We'll, we'll reach well, more and, people and that, that even brings that brings the, the even more pressure on the point of of getting the ability to have content created and posted at these contests. Because like for us, for the geeks, like we would all love this stuff. But just from a social media aspect, think about the exposure that would do uh, for everybody. I mean, it would, for the sport, for aerobatics, for uh, aircraft manufacturers, uh, for sponsors, for whoever. I mean, even like, you know, you, you could talk about like, you know, local businesses. I mean... You know, going back to like my example about Lyft, it's like, hey, you go to like the, you know, local nowhere regional contest and Lyft puts banners all over the place and gives, I don't know, two grand or three grand. I don't, I, you know, in terms of like the scope of what yeah. a business would pay to advertise in, in that space, I, you know, I don't know whether it's five grand or, or 50 grand. I mean, it's not 50 grand, but, you know, maybe it's 10 but, grand. But, but for, imagine, imagine $5,000. If you go, uh, you know, five grand to a regional contest. Yeah. That, that's going to cover and, and sort of divided it up. So, okay, well, we've worked out we can get everyone's entry fee down to um, $90 and we can cover this many meals and that's also going to pay for our trophies. And yeah. in return, um, pilots, could we ask that you, um, you know, share this stuff, tag this thing, yep. you know, yada, 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 and we can now promise to our sponsor we're going to hit 50 or 60,000 people comfortably, you know, without even trying. Yeah. Um, well, and every, you know, every the, picture taken is going to have that logo or that brand yep. in the foreground or background. You know, it's like, it, it's just going to be ex, it kind of like organically exposed um, as a means of like creating the content. Like if people are taking pictures or there's video, you're going to be seeing these sponsors um, super organically. And then like, you know, thousands upon thousands of people will see it online the, i don't know i think the, you know the, the, the way the other the, thing the, that situation that situation you described with you know that the, the, the kind of old way of thinking about sponsorship it's kind of similar to the old you meet this resistance a lot talking about the ic and how it's not a spectator sport contests are not a spectator sport i fully disagree it doesn't have to be in person i fully agree with you on that it doesn't have to be an air show um doesn't have to be treated like an air show it doesn't have to be created as an air show it, it can be it's it shouldn't be that way but it could absolutely be turned into a spectator event um through you know filming these events especially the higher level events i mean you know these invitationals or or select special contests and then especially nationals and worlds i know you guys get pretty anti on the um 
the social media folk at uh, Oshkosh. You know, uh, you're not a big fan of the influencers. <laughs> but um, uh, believe it or not, I think it's re- it's it's hugely They're the ones important. that create content. Yeah. So Absolutely. I know you guys, uh, they, they, I know they're the worst part of Oshkosh for you guys, <laughs> but um, it, it's, it's slightly ironic, perhaps in some ways that you say it, because that's the exact uh, field you guys work in. Like if you were to do a live show at Oshkosh, they are the people that would echo the message to just thousands of people, um, you know, and, and as annoying right. as perhaps some can be, and, and I, you know, I get that, but, but the, I see some guys that swan around, gosh, gosh, these old farts with these shirts. Um, I saw, I just can't think what they said now, but they were really proud that they weren't on Instagram. But then they wanted photos with all the influencers to show they're not on Instagram. And I'm like, <laughs> you so badly want to be on social media. Yeah. Uh, you're so jealous that these people have connected. You know, Mel, uh, Mel the Traveler, one of my buddies here, he flew with the Thunderbirds. Because he has an Instagram account and can reach people. Like the old guy that's so proud he's not on social media is not getting invited on the Thunderbirds. You know what I mean? So it's this, it's this massive no. tool at our fingertips. You're, really mi- that, you're essentially missing out. Yeah, big time. There's yeah. this amazing community that all connect um, and open up so many opportunities, be that just as individuals, stuff, people we get to know, or if we're talking sponsorship, we can, we can really do – legitimate things for sponsors so um that's fair you know i, I think a fair uh, point. my nitwit self and the uh the wingman plane is is proof of that <laughs> i think you know I, I agree i totally hear what you're saying i i think mark and i what we were alluding to is that some of it's just not it's just pure you know um it's not genuine it's it's really you know just all about them instead of like the actual you know, part about growing aviation or growing. It's I don't just, like, I don't like how people try to one up each other on who knows more people. I love the posting content, post pictures, yeah. the arrivals, um, you know, uh, booths and, and, you know, um, catalog your trip through Oshkosh. But it's, it literally seems like now, like so many people are just like, who, who is going to win the trophy for who can take a picture with the most people to show that they know the most people. It's just like this weird, uh, you know, element that, you know, and you're right. But I would, I, would, I understand. Like, I understand that. But I would counter that with, um, if you guys that have a podcast and want to reach new people that don't know about you, if I was looking after you guys, I would be begging those people to come and crowd around you and take photos. Yeah. And, and yeah. you would wake up, you would wake up with thousands of new followers and go, Jesus, where did they come from? You know, like, well, I, I, I do hear you, but um, I have had to shift my mindset on a lot of that stuff to, um, I guess, because I come from a TV, you know, I work in TV. I'm, I'm going to have to do the same. So all, all of my um, effort f- for so many years was making making something that went on the TV at, you know, seven o'clock on Tuesday night. That's what we put all of our effort into was this thing. And I just thought social media, I just didn't have much time for it. And then you start to realize that, man, we can hit like 2 million viewers on that show. Um, but there are people over there that can hit 100,000 really targeted eyeballs 
in aviation. Like 99% of their followers are interested in aviation versus that show we make at seven o'clock on Tuesday. When the ads come on, that's when everybody goes to the toilet. You know, like they're not actually engaging with the sponsors the same way social media does. So it's such a targeted way of hitting eyeballs that once I sort of shifted the way I looked at it and thought about it, I really saw the value. As annoying as some of them can be, I get it. <laughs> no, you're, you you make a fair point. And, you know, like Jeff and I are, are we work with Lyft, you know, um, we have a podcast that, you know, in a podcast, that's very much social media influencing uh, just by it's it's not taking selfies and 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 hashtagging uh, as much as it is. But can you imagine how popular it would be? It would be legitimately cool if you guys were at Oshkosh and you had cool like you had cool shirts, cool hats, even like a fun belt. Like you have have um, a dedicated Oshkosh belt, you know, that you're going to give Ooh. away at some time during Oshkosh. Can um, we do this with you, be, Lee? We should do a tent where you're extra be, outside, and we should podcast from it. And then display the belt. But, but the photos, how fun would the photos be? Like they'd be, you know, and especially if you came <laughs> up with a stupid way to give away the belt, you know, um, I don't know. Well, you would have is, to wrestle Rob Holland. There you go. You've got to get, get a photo. You have to get a photo behind <laughs> Rob without Rob knowing you're in the photo. Yeah. <laughs> You have to put your finger through one of Rob Holland's uh, the belt loop on his jeans without him yeah. feeling it. Without him knowing. Yeah. Oh Rob's going to be like, what the hell? Why the fuck are all these people touching me? Why are people fingering me? Yeah. <laughs> He's going to get so mad. Stop it. Oh, yeah. man. No, you're, 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 dude, not only are you like sort of right, you're spot on. You're absolutely right. I I have to shift my focus, and I could and, be very wrong. And, I could be very wrong, but but I um, no, you're not. I, you're it, not. It, it reminded not me. Wrong. It reminded me on the weekend when this guy really. I could just sense the disdain in his voice. That how dare this guy who doesn't fly air shows, uh, you know, he's achieved sponsorship. You know, it, he was so disgusted by it, <laughs> and it and it made me so happy. Well, you know like, why yeah, he's jealous? What was his because name? He doesn't have anybody. Um, he's up he's up there buddy <laughs> yeah give out a, what's his first and, last first first name first name last name and middle initial and you know what was you know what was even funnier the only reason i knew him is because i've seen his plane on social media <laughs> it's like he really really doesn't get it yeah that's so funny so we should talk about is it it's hangar 24 brewing Hangar, yep, uh, Wingman Flight Aviation and Hangar Twenty Four Brewery, they're, which are, they're at your way. Sorry, I, Hangar so I wish they were out. Um, yeah, Hangar Twenty Four. Um, I wish they were um, out my way, but they're uh, where are they're they? West Coasters. Oh. Yep. Oh, you meant by uh, Mark's Mark's way. So, are you? They're, uh, they're out of Lake Havasu, if I remember correctly. When you yeah, when you go there. to a contest, yeah, when you go to yep. a contest, do you have to? Do you walk around holding a Hangar Twenty Four beer and just holding your yeah. wrist up with? I the have watch? one of those little serving platters, the five, the five little uh, tasters. I give that to the to the, <laughs> to, to the guys that are into me. Uh, RJ, RJ, would you like another little taster? There you, you go. Like so, another one. <laughs> yeah. 
it's it's a zero percent. I'm not alcoholic. I swear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, oh I, my god. I, thankfully, that would I, be I a funny picture, far. man, of like you on a judge's line. If you were on a judge's line, just drinking Hanger Twenty Four beer while judging, that would be a phenomenal picture. I, I was. I've been. T- <laughs> I've been tempted to do, you know, in Wayne's world where they mock the uh, sponsorship and they sit there with like the Pepsi. I, I will uh, not bow on. down to sponsors. <laughs> exactly. I just thought that would be just the funniest oh, video to make. We should do that together because with like Mark and everything with Lyft and you with, with your sponsors, you guys should just like have like a uh, a war, like a fun like uprising thing where like you guys send each other like or just post pictures back and forth to each other publicly. Of just wearing sponsors, hey, one, like you sponsor whore. <laughs> one thing I was going to ask you, Mark does does Lyft have? So I have this, I have a theory, but I'm I may bugger up my own theory. Does Lyft have a marketing department? They do. They don't oh, have okay. my theory is um, wrong. I believe that. So I'll tell you my theory. I'll tell you my theory, and 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 my theory or my my. Uh, you know, pitch when I've talked about to other pilots about the whole sponsorship. Um, and I jokingly say, if the business you're talking to has a marketing department, they're too big. Don't talk to them. Um, you want to find someone and, and Lyft sort of in my mind, probably fit it into the category a little bit where they're small enough that a little different for you because you do know the owner, but you, you need to be able to talk to the owner of the business. Whereas if they have a marketing department, don't even talk to them. And, and and my and and in line with that is when you guys joke about Monster, can you imagine trying to convince Monster to sponsor you? It would have to go through so many layers of n- nonsense. Yeah, but we're talking that, about Mike Goulian washing your plane. I mean, that is just that's worth, it's worth everything. It. Yeah. You need to get on that. I know. No, you're you're rightly. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're you know, right. I so EVS Sports, which is the parent company of Lyft, um, they might have a full. The EVS might have a bigger marketing department. They have some big name sponsors right. from motocross and stuff like that, but Lyft itself, right, right. like I know when we, when we paired together, um, you know, I, I can't talk numbers, but um, it was a measurable yeah. percentage of their, of Lyft's allocation was to me. Um, yep. Yep. So super, you know, um, what they, do they have a marketing department and a, and a director of marketing and a VP of marketing? No, I, I, I not Lyft does not. That and I know that's of. why um, I work. And with, that's pro- I work with you know. The, uh, I haven't talked uh, Guido, the owner. Um, I've talked to him a couple times, but really the the um, you know Todd and his son Braden, you know, yeah. and Jackson. I've I've worked really closely with them, and they really they they've been just phenomenal. And it, it Lyft itself feels very, um, you know, Jeff. You could um, you know either correct me or agree. Um, very mom and pop. I mean, they're great. It's totally. like if you want something, you just send them a text and it's like it's done. Yeah. So that's what I've – when other, you know, buddies have reached out to me like going, oh, my God, man. Like how did you do that? Like with wingman watches, yada, yada. And and I've said – so that word mum and pop, I've used that in my description. Like you, you need those businesses that are growing. So they're looking for ways to expand. But it's still you can still get to either the owner or the you know someone at the, at the very very top who are willing to think a bit differently and and can see the merit in what we do. Um, when a company gets too big, that they're gonna th- those bigger companies they're gonna talk to 
you know, Rob Holland, Mike Goulian. They're talking to those guys well, because it's a much bigger machine. Whereas what we can do just as, as you know, individuals and also working together is share this content and reach lots of people without needing to employ, you know, camera crews and, and people to come and document these videos. We can do it on a really small scale, but still hit lots of people and really look after our sponsors. And there's just like a really nice little tier there that that's it's great for us as pilots because we can offset some costs in a huge way, um, but also really look after our, we can benefit our sponsors. We can all really work together. Yeah, which yeah. is the main goal. Yeah. Yeah, and you know it is a little bit of like um, you're finding you're finding the the right puzzle piece, so to speak. You know, um, you know, it, a ma- a major air show act is going is going to go after bigger sponsors and work their yeah, way down. Name. Right? Yeah, um, we're you know somebody like me, like me personally, like I'm I'm not even in the market. I wasn't even in the market for sponsorship or anything like that. It's just more of like like Lyft uh, reached out to me about reviewing a helmet years ago. And then the relationship literally grew organically from there. Um, and, you know, so I, I like companies you, like that where it's like, hey, you're they have pretty, this great product, you know. And- I, I know when I've talked to friends, I've used you, Mark, as an example. Um, everybody knows your plane, your your red 300 or no, sorry, maroon. What, what's the actual color? What's the correct color? Whatever it's called. Um, we all oh know gosh. it because um, I'd have to look up we... It's habanero, oh, right? Well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we all yeah, know yeah. it because we've seen it and you don't fly air shows. None of us have seen it in the flesh, but look at all the people you have reached just by sitting there, you know, with your feet up saying, hey, um, you know, having a beer after flying, whatever it is, you know, like just these casual posts, but we, we now all know your plane. Uh, that just came from social media. You know, we, it, there was no, you didn't have to go and employ well, can, camera crews and marketing they, people. No. Yeah. And, and can I tell you, can I tell you where, why, why this came from? <laughs> if that's, if that's a, a correct uh, statement, I don't think it's, it is. it's not so much where this came from, but the why this came from <laughs> um, is I literally was like, every time I'd see somebody post something, whether it was with, of their airplane uh, just a picture of the airplane or flying. I was like, man, I freaking love that. I just want to start yeah. posting when I do stuff. Cause I, I like, I love content. And if I provide content, not that I, I, again, I don't consider myself a content provider, but it's like, if I, if I'm going to go fly, why not snap a pic? You know, if I'm going to go yeah. up and I have my, GoPros, why not take some videos, you know? So it's like, um, cause I just love seeing, I love like, especially now with Instagram, like the, I started doing this even kind of before uh, Instagram was really big. Yeah. Um, but now it's like, man, you just, you just thumb through the feed and you just see awesome picture after awesome picture. There's a video, there's a video, awesome picture, awesome picture. And um, it was really organic for me. It's never been my nature to like, like I don't schedule posts. I don't, I don't, and I, you yeah, know, that's right. Lyft is hearing this and they're probably like, Hey asshole, do more, you know, schedule your postmark, you know, schedule more, post more content. But like, I really want to try to make it organic and uh, there, well, there's no try. Like I, I want it to be organic. I don't want to be, I don't want to be that person that posts. That's right. You don't want to try to a, a formula. Yeah, that's right. You just want to let yeah. it happen when it happens. But, but I exactly. think that's why. So when we're, t- we're, you know, when we talk about the annoying, um, influencer type people, 
they can get a little bit scheduled. Like you start to see, I mean, not that I'm paying too much attention, but there are people where I can see, well, you're wearing the same clothes you had on in that post and you posted that a week ago. I can tell you're just regurgitating material. You're not actually out, you know, doing a thing now. You're just feeding the machine. And that doesn't feel maybe as genuine. But everything you just described is, I think, the most perfect way to approach it I enjoy looking at stuff. I should contribute to it um, when it comes to sponsors. That's why I'll often tag you guys uh, because it helps you um, share something a bit interesting on the Fly Cool Shit uh, page. Or, you know, you'll tag one of the local chapters. Like when I upload a bunch of photos, you tag that chapter and then they can share it to their people. So it just seems natural. Why don't we all just work together and and share this material and I'll promote you and you promote me and we can all look after each other. And as I hope, I really, really hope more people try and chase sponsorship so that we can sort of see it grow in the right direction. And I I think it will benefit everybody. I agree. I'm, I'm, um, I, I think, you know, in this day and age, like everybody's just hungry for content. You know, podcasting, yeah. um, I've been a big podcast fan. I, I did a podcast called Inverted Cast, which, gosh, if we were doing it now, um, w- would probably be huge because I started it 10 years ago. I mean, it was before podcasts were even a, really a thing. I mean, it was a huge pain in the ass to do that podcast because there was no – now it's it's very easy to record, very easy to how, upload. You can see how good our, uh, our uh, tech is. <laughs> yeah yeah it's just in, impeccable impeccable tech it's so easy but um you know um i i just love that kind of stuff you know i love podcasts i love content and yeah. I, I think i think i mean really i think who doesn't you know if, well, if you're on social media that, you love this stuff and we love genuine like nothing on this show is fake like we don't hide we're not we're not making up anything and half the time like we're honest and you know people probably don't like some of the things and they hate us for it maybe we sound a little idiotic but at least it's genuine and we're not, you know, be, you know, yeah. making show notes for hours and hours and asking stupid pre-recorded questions. And, you know, that's the whole thing. I think people can read, read it nowadays. People, hey, you really know what I had? Oh, and I just remembered. I got to, I got to tell you guys, I just, I had an idea the other day. <laughs> you guys need to do almost like a, um, it's, I don't have a name for you, but it's a game, a weekly game show. Like, finish off each episode, you need theme music. It's almost like a family feud. You know, you've surveyed 100 people, uh, you know, stupid questions. Like, you need a weekly, some sort of weekly game show. I decided the other day. So if you could implement. It's a segment, all right? It's a segment. You're going to wrap up each episode with this, uh, I want full production value. I need to hear sound effects. I need intro music. Oh, I like this. There's got to be a fake, fake crowd clapping and laughing at the wrong answer. You know, I, I thought that's going to be the perfect okay. way to wrap up every fly cool shit episode. What kind of question would we fly have? Cool I mean, shit it Jeopardy. It can't be like a normal question. It's got to be something just really stupid or really funny or both. It's got to be unusual. Yeah. I mean, uh, I didn't get that far, to be honest. I just stopped at the idea of you got to I like this. Let's, Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> let's, let's work on this. I, li- I kind of like this idea. Yeah. Let's it, just like do it's, some it's, dead it's, air. Think about it. <laughs> Let's just pause. We're going to pause here in silence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, are we really pausing? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. We can if we want. No, um, I'm sure if we. I like I'm sure idea. if we spitball this, there, there will be a uh, there'll be an answer I'm, there somewhere. I'm thinking something with hooker harness because everybody loves hookers, and that's well, and maybe there's that so many so many hooker jokes you can make. So many, I mean, it's endless. Yeah, but I hate the person who makes the hooker joke nowadays because it's so kill. Everybody killed it. Mm. Like you, you hear it so well, much. It's so played. I mean, literally. I mean, I have I literally have a fresh pair of uh, hooker harness that getting delivered uh uh what's today the 30th they get delivered the first why don't so, we i got a really good idea in my head i'm like yeah I should, fr- let's nothing, do um, nothing beats a fresh set of hookers <laughs> let's do um jorge's corner and it'll be like jorge's pick of the week <laughs> lee do you know jorge's about jorge? pick of the week. not really i know there was something going on no i don't <laughs> Yes, you do. You're so full of it. You're faking it. You know it. Is is that is that to do with the guy that got cranky at you on the exploder thing? Is that that guy? Yes. 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 That's exactly that guy. That's exactly who it is. The one that you made the comment on the value of the 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 L or whatever it was, and he got uh, caught up in your business. Oh, that's the least of it. People don't even oh, know really? that well, Mark got an email that he that Mark has shown really Mark has shown a lot of maturity in not posting the letter he got. <laughs> I should. He, he's he's emailed me a few times. He's he a real hates Mark. Weirdo. Dude, he hates it's, Mark. Where, where, you know when is he based? I, I don't know him. Is he based in the U.S.? No, he's in Spain. No. Spain, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't and, get this over there, would they? We've we've gone through this. Oh, it doesn't matter. Ah. This is this this podcast barely reaches you know east of the Mississippi barely reaches the dozens. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've we've gone over this a few times, so it's going to be a repeat for people. But the long and short yeah, of it is, I think, I think I think Jorge's corner <laughs> is really what got him out. Of. No, we got to do Jorge's corner, but uh, we we definitely have to do Jorge's corner. That's that's hilarious. But yeah, he uh, do you know what he, one he directed one game? Oh yeah, keep going. No, no, no. He, he just he directed his anger towards me, uh, and and then it ended up being a thing. And he's going right to that Pollock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, I like that. I like the I, I like the idea of a game show. Right. So what was your okay, idea? You I was just thinking. No, I was just thinking. One game that I'm always I hate when people bring it up is they'll say uh, there'll be some gross or embarrassing concept and someone will say oh for a million dollars would you do this and i'm like oh yeah shit yeah i'd do that for five hundred thousand. and everyone <laughs> always looks at me like oh really and i'm like man i'd do that for two hundred thousand. like i'd do that so you know maybe you could see like uh you could just test the limits of certain people on um you know should i test i can test it out right do now for money Go ask for it. lee uh fuck mary kill no i was going to ask you um, how much would you have to ask for to make out with Jorge? Mm. <laughs> what's what's the sample price? Yes, uh, <laughs> what are you dishing out? Like like a like, like a hundred thousand? Uh, I think Mark. No, I'm not. I hope you don't hate me, Mark. I would say Mark would do it for. Uh, thirty thirty thousand. Oh, not like a full, not like a full session. You'd be 
how long how long does it have to go for? Like, like second base. Like a ten you know. Like a, ten, a ten second, like a full ten second bit of tongue work. Just a tip. <laughs> ten seconds of if tongue you, work. If you didn't if you didn't do that for thirty thousand, you're a fool. You're a fool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Here's the thing. Would you do can would you do I, it for twenty thousand? Would you do it for twenty thousand? I'm going to be real honest with the group right now. I have wait, answer, do wait, answers. He would, <laughs> He'll do it for five. He would do it listen. for a new helmet. Dude, he would do it for a new exactly. helmet. Hands down. Listen, listen. I got some Behringer's for you, buddy. I, I have, I have zero issues with my sexuality. I'm very comfortable. I have a feeling based on what he said in emails that he is not and I would do it for about twelve bucks because I think it would destroy him. No, be serious. If he if he said yeah, I'll do it. Like right, uh, you know, I'm on board. Um, <laughs> we should set this w- up. W- would you like f- five? Would you do it for five thousand dollars cash? I'd probably honestly, I'd like probably serious. Like it's five. It's five thousand dollars, man. Ten seconds, just do it. Ten, ten seconds of tongue. I'd probably do it for ten. On real talk, I'd probably do it for ten. What seven thousand? And I'm being real. <laughs> I'm being real, uh, and I'm being genuine. And you can donate six thousand dollars to a children's hospital if you want to, because that's it'd be a very good cause. Would you do it for six? I'll go halves with you. <laughs> Here's the thing: it's it's. Uh, I don't avoid the it. question. Don't he's avoiding it? Yeah, he's trying no, to like I'm not. Yeah. Totally. I'm not. Yep. You are, it's, man. It's Mark, one the, thing only thing, the only thing that Mark's no, thinking about is what his hands would be doing. Yeah, he's all handsy. <laughs> Grabbing my own ass, I'll tell you that. Uh, um, you know, it's it's so easy to think about six thousand bucks. If it was, oh man, in your you're hand, like a politician. A just, just seriously, it. it's six thousand bucks, dude. Just do it. I think I it. think ten might be my number, but show but me the cash. Like, Where's the fucking money? You're I think talking 10's my to, number. You're talking to Lee Hubner, sponsored by Wingman Watches, and. And the brewing company. You don't think he's good for it? Are you serious? You get this money. You get this They'll money chip together. In the five grand. <laughs> there we go. This will be like a pay per view type scenario. <laughs> Jorge's corner. Yeah. Jorge's corner. It'll be an OnlyFans type. We should just uh, ask episode. every. Well, I think we, we found the. Uh, we, no, we found the episode. We found the end of the show thing. It'll be Jorge's corner. Yeah. And every every we guest, every... we're going to ask how much would it cost to make yeah. out with Jorge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> now, now we need a we need theme music. I want like eighties porn. That's what I want. Uh, well, yeah. Well, hold on. So, Lee, what's with, your number? With, with Jeff, the actual sound, number? with with actual with the background music and the and what's going on. <laughs> like the I want to know Lee's number. Oh, Lee, I would aim you, high. Like I'd, I'd throw out a high number and say, you know, oh, yeah, two hundred dollars. But yeah, but, but if it got down. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd probably go lower $10, than I should. $10,000. Yeah, ten, yeah, 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 10 grand. D- hang on, does, does anybody know about it? Does anybody see it? Or can it just happen and I no. get the money? No, it can just happen. And you know what Jeff told me one time? Jeff told me a mouth's a mouth. Yes. What's that? I did say that. He said a, a mouth is a mouth. You know, it doesn't matter if it's on a man <laughs> or a woman. A mouth no, is a mouth. That's, uh, that's yeah. quite a confronting I mean, if conversation. If you look at it that yeah. way. And I think yeah. uh, he might this, have. Does Jorge he might have, have a, a mustache? Scrub. Yeah, I was just gonna say he's got a little scrub. Dude, it's, we're on well, like the same page. 
Come on. Somebody like that can't grow a full mustache. That guy can't grow a full mustache. <laughs> I've got like him, this little cat. Bullshit. You're getting I'd another email for saying that. I'd make him warm <laughs> me up and like speak to me in Spanish to get me in the mood. <laughs> he's got to he's got to swoon you. Call me the national champion in, in Spanish for him. You are better than Rob Holland. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> say free, oh say freestyle for me. <laughs> say four minute free for me. Say snap roll. The safe, the safe word is frisbee. Oh. Well, this was a great last final episode of Fly Cool Shit, guys. Yeah. yeah. Went down a weird place. <laughs> how do we end up here <laughs> i don't know i don't know how do I we just, back? that old geezer that, that no pretended c- that pretended not to know you is listening to this and just so pissed off right now <laughs> but he's oh, still so right but he's still listening <laughs> yep he hasn't turned it so, on who um let's let i want to get back to some sponsor stuff not to talk about the ins, ins and outs but so you got hangar 24 wingman Anybody else? Wingman watches, uh, yeah, flight aviation. So the big, the big ones were wingman watches and flight aviation. Um, with it, with a the biggest, okay. um, and the the wing. Look, you know, I should give them a heck of a plug because they are genuinely good dudes. Wingman watches. Um, they're two brothers, and I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Or not. I don't know if I, they they never really promote it. But one of the brothers, um, Garrett, flies the Viper jet, the F sixteen Viper jet. But he never talks. He's That's such a pro. Awesome. He just oh, never cool. talks about his, um, you know, his other business. But he's like he's deep in the air show world. But but loved what we were doing here with the extra and the story. So he was like, "Nah, man, we'd rather we'd rather help you out and and spend our money that way than um, just doing another, you know, air show performer." Which, uh, and I don't mean that in a condescending way or a bad way it was just they uh they had a different idea and a different approach to it so thank goodness for them but you know two yeah. two brothers who were what's happy favorite, to think a little bit differently what's your favorite uh watch that they make oh man they got a lot they uh there's one they uh it's a b2 watch and the reason is and i i don't know if it's on cool. their uh, it, would, it would be on their on their social media but the reason it's the coolest is it's riddled in detail that you probably you know i don't really even fully understand it but there's all kinds of like v speeds and lots of coded stuff on the face because they make custom watches um there's all kinds of little hidden detail on the watch face that if you're a b2 guy as soon as you look at it you'll recognize all of it um but you know you or i would look at it and go oh yeah cool there's some stuff there don't know what it is cool nice work yeah yeah (laughs) so Oh, that's awesome. They really put all, the, the the crew that that made that really put in a lot of work, which is pretty fun. Like, and I'm talking about the B2 crew because they oh, design, awesome. you know, each, everyone who orders them, they design them themselves, which is a, a kind of a fun way to have a watch. Jeez. That is super cool. Yeah, some of the watches that they've been making. I mean, Rob was on and he was talking about uh, the watch that he had where it had a piece of the right flyer on it. And yeah, yeah, hit, yeah that and was crazy. Just, I mean, that's amazing. Oh, that was really cool. Can you imagine? Yeah, that's dude. a really fun idea. And that kind of opened up. I mean, there's a kid online. I mean, you talk about like 
he's he, I don't know how much he's involved in aerobatics or if any. His name's uh, Dave Summerfield, and he's the funniest. And he's he's got a presence. He's got a presence at, on aerobatic pilots. People, the aerobatic guys know about him. He puts out funny, funny memes, and it's like you said, you know, with this social media and content, like you don't have to be an aerobatic competitor or even fly aerobatics to be a part of something. And um, he's hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he does it, but does stuff. he fly? He must, he does fly, doesn't he? Cause I do see, you know, I see his name and, and um, I just wasn't sure of his backstory, but yeah, he makes some very witty stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. he's a student pilot. If I remember correctly, uh, maybe he's a private pilot. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. He's a pilot. Yeah. yeah, and then even uh, UND, you know, they had that. We had Mike on, and he was telling us a story with the pit viper glasses, and all they, you know, that was social media too. They just posted something up, and then you know, they get a package from Pit Viper. I mean, it's it's really so cool. really cool stuff. I love stories like it has that. A, a ripple effect. Yeah, it does. It does. I can't say I'm yeah, a fan of the those... pit viper glasses though. I'm personally not either. Yeah. Are yeah, you into that, Lee? I'm personally not. Did you say the pit vipers? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I wouldn't. They're not the sort of glasses I would wear, but I I mean, you see, you know, there's plenty of people wearing them and, you know, it's not for me, I, but, uh, you know, go nuts. I think the only person that looks good in them is a, is Alon. I think Alon's the only guy who can yeah. pull it off. Yeah. Is that because of the stash? dirty mo. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's, it's this... <laughs> <laughs> Lee, we've had for almost two hours, hey, uh, but I want to hey, ask Mark, you a couple more questions. How much? Um, <laughs> how much would it cost yeah. for you to kiss Alan, Mark? <laughs> oh, I see what you're doing here, Lee, and I love it, and it's definitely going to catch on. <laughs> I'm not a stash guy, although he shaved, he, he he shaved it off. He, he shaved, he's, he's, it's all right. It's he's baby right smooth, now. bro. He's ready. I don't know, he's man. ready for you. Uh, and lift up, lift up those pit vipers. <laughs> He's getting an Is MX. It, you know, he could give you a ride. Would it come uh, with a ride in the new MX? Sure. Would it happen it, in the MX? I don't mean this. Uh, as I think I think Mark would be sitting Alan. in the MX, and Alan would lean in, like on the ground as he's strapping him, and it just happens organically. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Let me just check your crotch strap. Oops, a daisy. I don't mean this as a diss to Alon. He's a great guy, super nice, but I just haven't. Oh, you fool of it, weird... man. You'd do it for 10 grand, all right? You would do it. I mean, You'd... Uh, he's a handsome weird. devil. He's a very nice 5, guy. 5,000 bucks. You'd Although be crazy could... if you didn't do it for $5,000. I'll give it to you in tens and fives, so it looks bigger. I don't know that I don't know that I want to do it for five. I want to know what Jeff would mm-hmm. do it for. He's closer to Alon. I, I don't even know Alon. I got to get to know him first. You don't, like, you don't want to know what I would do it for. I would do it. I would do it for the photo op. I would do it for a pair. I would do it for a pair of pit vipers. That's what I would do it for. That's what I. That's normally where I land. That's why I hate this game. Yeah, this is not beneficial to me. Yeah. You sign I'd a pair of pit vipers, like, I'm in. Dude, I'd walk away from that deal laughing and be like, I would have done it for free. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. He gave you a pair of pit vipers. He didn't have to do that. What an idiot. <laughs> 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 Joke's on you, Alon. 
<laughs> oh my god! I just imagine like I imagine Lee being on the judges' line next time, and the judge or or the record, whatever <laughs> the, the other two people the are. Questions you ask, and waiting for the next person to dive in. <laughs> And they're list- they listen to this podcast and this conversation, and they're just looking at Lee and thinking, like, I wonder if Lee would make out with me for $5,000. <laughs> now you're all, make you're all insecure. You tens, like, buddy. What would his number would be? Uh, Is this before I fly or after I fly? Because <laughs> I'll put in the extra work if, I, if it's before I've flown. <laughs> Oh man, I would put oh a lot God. of. Uh, I would cup there, you know, like you'd really go yeah. to a lot of uh, effort there before the flight. Yeah, like a heavy second, like a, a good double, second base, like a, a safe double. You're not sliding into second base. You're it's a stand up double. Yeah, it'd be romantic. Stand up double. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Jesus man. Christ! Would this, this be with your Patty Wexev wig? Would you put the Patty Wexev wig on or no? <laughs> what a sure. That sounds hot. <laughs> Lee's going to come out with a wax of wig and pigtails going to the judges. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we doing right now? <laughs> She's never coming on this podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. It, this is the new weirdest episode. It's all that hanging be 24 beer that we've been drinking. That's what it is. Does it yeah. <laughs> and, and wow. Does it. <laughs> All right, let's, let's let's get this on back on track and then let's wrap it up. Mark yeah. Jesus blushing. Christ, Mark's blushing! I am air, blushing. Air, Mark's in air quotes blushing. <laughs> air, air quotes blushing. Hashtag blushing. <laughs> oh, oh God! I mean, okay. where do we? I don't let's be honest. No, no one, no uh, one it, is listening now. So let's just wrap it up. No one, everyone stopped when we started talking about you making out with Jorge. So n- no one's still here. It's fine. Lee, we have the fil- we have the filthiest listeners in the aviation community. To to <laughs> They're pilots. You think rating <laughs> spiked about twenty about minutes ago? Easily, maybe. I can't wait to see the analytics of this one. Mark four thousand for Jorge. Take it. No, <laughs> no deal. No. <laughs> oh my god! God. All right. Sorry. Let's get the hell out of here. Back on Let's track. get the hell out of here. Mark, I, I feel bad. I Mark had some questions. Mark had one more question, a serious one. I had all these. I had all these questions that I I didn't write down because <laughs> I never write down questions. Um, uh, no, leave before we get you out of here, dude. Um, what are who are some of your you know aerobatic inspirations? I don't have uh, a brilliant answer, but. You know who I th- – it's the guys that you talk to on the podcast. So, for example, someone like Goody or, um, well, you know, Mike, even though he's not, you know, not flying competitions as much, but it's those guys that were really brilliant but are still accessible. You know, we, we can – like Goody, every, every now and then I'll have one or two little messages with Goody and it's like – what other sport can you uh, um, interact with the best in the country? Uh, you know, if you play golf, you're not yeah. messaging Tiger Woods. So the fact that we can do that. So um, it's guys like that that I think is pretty awesome that we can they, can, they can actually help you. You know, you can post a video and they'll send you a note saying, hey, dude, try this. That'll help you. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I saw that whole thing with uh, when you, were, you posted something about – snap rolls or something like that and oh, i yeah. think sammy got Freaking back to you or snaps. something like that 
Yeah, yeah, Sammy. I mean, I, I sort of knew Sammy a little bit in LA, but yeah, he was sending me notes. Like I ended up having a big chat with him on the phone and Luke Penner was sending notes. And I think Aaron was sending notes. And it's like, that's, that's wild. Like, that's crazy. Like, these are le- legitimately are, top top level dudes. Why are they even messaging me? Three, but yeah, those are three incredible yeah. pilots. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's exactly so how Mark and I feel sometimes when we're setting up a show with guests and... We're like it happened last time. We were in a group chat with Rob and Mike and the two, you know, us two idiots, and we side chatted, you know, Mark and I. And I'm like, "What's going on? Are we? Is this real life? Are we really kind of? Is this for real? Up? <laughs> well, yeah, and, and that didn't hit, that didn't even like hit home until after I, I, I tell everybody this, and I think I even said it on the last podcast. But when, when we clicked stop record, and it was kind of you know, as everybody saw, kind of a shit show episode where, uh, with technical difficulties. I'll never live that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know the real the real magic happened when mike and rob just started kind of like we were we were just kind of wrapping up we were waiting for mike's um mike was on like hotel wi-fi or, or something like that or his wi-fi was slow i can't remember uh where he was at he's at a friend's house we, or something we've already proved this yeah yeah that's right that's right um so we were just sitting there like shooting the shit because i had to wait for his audio file to upload so then i could take it all and 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 uh edit it and uh he, he and uh, Mike and Rob just start kind of just going back and forth. And I'm just sitting there like, what, what, what's, what are we doing here? Yeah. What, what's yeah. going on? These are, and they're just shooting the shit about all this crazy stuff. They're so accomplished. They're so incredible. And it's just like, what do you, this is wild. I mean, this no, is, I like, totally awful. get it. I mean, like in my, with the TV stuff, you know, we get to meet, you know, some, some pretty uh, interesting people and, and it's, that is, that is great and it's always interesting to meet them but at the same same time if you look at my social media i don't even get photos with a lot of the people because i'm sort of like hey cool it's it's nice to meet you see you later whereas when i'm around like at nationals and you see these people it's like holy shit there's that guy like he's that dude who just has this skill that i don't even know how he does it so the fact that we actually get to sort of get to know them and talk to them and it yeah it blows my mind a little bit as well yeah yeah it really is. It's incredible. It's incredible because it, it's amazing. You know, um, you, you know, they always like the saying like, don't meet your heroes. And, and I think in some ways, like, you know, that, that, that probably has some meaning in a, in a negative way, but like, it's so nice to, to talk to these people and know that they're, they're human. They're just, they're just people, you know, Matt Chapman yeah. really was one of the ones that opened my eyes the most in terms of just like, he's okay, awesome. this is, that's it's a real guy. That, that guy wakes up and puts his shoes on. Well, he doesn't wake up and put his shoes. What kind of weirdo wakes up and then puts shoes on? But you know what I mean. Like wakes up and <laughs> gets out of bed he's like got a normal Jorge human being. And... <laughs> yeah, yep. he's just thinking about Jorge. He's getting um, the dollars. Yeah, you know, Julian is he's just a guy. Rob's just a guy. Goody, just a guy. I mean, and I'm underselling them. They're all incredible human beings, but like they're just human beings. It's um, yeah, they, it's cool. They're they're really approachable and they're really fun to talk to. And uh, the more and more we talked and it's, it's kind of fun to have these repeat customers back on, you know, so to speak, uh, you know, have Rob on multiple times and yeah. Julian's been on and we're, we'll just keep revisiting with these people. Cause they just have stories after stories after story. Is there anybody Lee that you would uh, want, want us to interview on a podcast or anybody you thought is interesting? Um, well, you know, now that Sammy has his new toy, I'm very curious to hear how that's going to play out. That's, He's gonna have some Mark, fun with do that. You, so be, you want to field that one? 
so I, I feel like I must put the fly cool shit listeners uh, on notice. We've, I think we've been ghosted. We have a future canceler. Oh. We have a future canceler. <laughs> he, he's, he's been, he's, he's on thin ice right now. He's on very thin ice. No, um, uh, certainly. We, so we were talking to him. Um, I kind of knew I had an inkling, um, that he, uh, Got Malcolm Pond's old edge. Now you're just breaking. I, I kind of, you know, a little inside baseball here, guys. I know um, some people who know people. But, uh, and then, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let me tell you a thing about a thing or two. <laughs> he, he had messaged uh, Jeff and I and, you know, made it a little more official. Um, and then we've been getting, uh, we've gotten a ton of requests uh, to get Sammy back on to talk about the edge because that made huge huge waves. I mean, huge waves. Yeah. Um, that, that his, the post that I shared on the aerobatic pilots page got more likes than I think any other post oh, has gotten. I bet. Totally. Um, everybody is so excited that he and that airplane are together. <laughs> I mean, I can't wait yep. to see what he does. And, um, a little bit, I was like, I really hope this fucking kid wakes up three days before nationals. And it's just like, you know what? Fuck it. Signs back up to, jo- oh to join the IEC and It'd flies the to nationals and just competes. It, and he would do well. That's the, the most frustrating part is he would do well. Yeah. Um, he's, he's a good but uh, I'm really excited for him. And um, uh, I, 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 we will have him back on for sure. You know, Well, we want to have him back on for sure. Whether he wants to come back on is uh, totally, totally up to him. So hopefully he, he wants to come back on and talk about it because um, I know Jeff and I can't wait to talk to him about it. Uh, oh, and um, and we found out what the bladder buster is. What, what's it called? Yes, bladder advantage. The bladder advantage. What, dude? You didn't hear so about the this. Last last <laughs> podcast, <Exactly. we're, laughs> we we did our we did our nationals breakdown last podcast, and we're kind of going through pilot roster, and then like kind of looking at you know the airplanes, and you know from a fun entertaining standpoint, right? Of like seeing like which category had you know, a lot of, uh, certain types of airplanes and, and we're like the pits kind of drop off. And so we're looking at uh, sportsmen and, you know, obviously seeing like a bunch of different airplanes from extra to pits to super D to whatever. And then like, we're like bladder advantage. What's a bladder advantage? B L A T T E R <laughs> advantage. And I Google it and I thought it was a joke. Like, well, I thought it was somebody like just fucking yeah. around on the, uh, messing around. No, it's like, I was literally like, if Google if Google can't find it, it doesn't exist. So yeah. I don't even know what this is. And then we were like, this, this is. is the worst joke ever. We were like, we were kind of ripping it a little hard. I, I gotta end it. We were a little harsh on it. Turns out it's kind of just the pits. It's a, it, but it's a neat look. It's like hmm. an S one eleven B. I'm totally, um, <laughs> I'm totally, uh, uh, I'm just messing around. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool looking. Um, looks, it's got a five forty in it. I'm sure, um, three blade prop. And the uh, oil cooler is in the wing. Yeah. Yeah. What? It's very super stinker uh, esque. Wow. Yeah. So. Uh, but it looks cool. And, uh, it'll be fun advantage. to watch Bobby. Uh, yeah. It'll be fun to watch him Sweet. Uh, uh, rip that thing up. But uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get Sammy back on um, one of these days. But that's yeah. exciting. And I can't wait to see what he does. We that. did that. And then uh, we uh, laid down some Vegas odds on who's going to win uh, Unlimited, which was fun. Well, I'll be listening to that, that episode tomorrow. I've got to drive tomorrow, so drive to Florida. So that's what I'll be listening to. Oh, nice. Nice. I think that was a good to, episode. Uh, we got a lot of good feedback on that. Yeah, it was. You going to Southeast Arrow to uh, 
give your second born away for a push rod? Well, I'm going to find someone (laughs) to make out with and pay for the part I need. (laughs) There you go. Hey, Kramer, who do you you have in parts department? (laughs) Where's Doug at? Yeah. Pucker up, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Your favorite Aussies here. Doug, I'm back. (laughs) I need a spare part, mate. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite a grip. (laughs) (laughs) Firm. Firm and manly. That's good. That's good. Oh my god! All right, Jesus Christ! <laughs> ah, I can't take it. My heart. Is, my I am blushing. By the way, I am blushing. If we were on a video podcast, I would. It, I am blushing. Does Doug have a mustache? No, right? You're safe. Uh, no, uh, no, no. But he. I reckon if you if you can if your canopy's broken, you wouldn't care whether you had a beard or a mustache. You'd just go I'll tell for you it. What? That's it. Oh, oh you got one god. in stock. You got one in stock? What do you want me to wear? Yep. <laughs> Let me get some of this coconut oil. <laughs> oh, uh. Uh, all right. Let's stick a fork in this thing. Lee, will you will you give us a rundown? Um, give your sponsors a shout out and give everybody a plug and, and um, you know, let us know. Let I'm not know sure if Lee wants to mention his sponsors anymore. Yeah, well, right I was going to say. I don't think the sponsors want me to mention them. <laughs> I think they're hoping I could going to try and distance themselves from me. Nah, look, Lee I mentioned them. Wingman watches. Craft mac yeah, and cheese. No, <laughs> no, by nobody. Uh, yep, yep. The wingman watches, guys. Of course, flight aviation in in Atlanta and uh, Hangar Twenty Four Brewery. So there you go. Thank goodness for those fellas. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Um, uh, Sorry, you get, you've done some really you're cool both, stuff, man. You're both a pair. You're both a pair of creeps, and uh, <laughs> that is correct. This is the weirdest podcast ever. But there you go. We've set a new low. <laughs> if it you. makes you feel better, it's the weirdest podcast I've ever been on. Seems like an only one day for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Speaking of sponsors, shout out to Lyft. <laughs> I got liftaviationusa.com. Promo code flycool shit, 25% off. Um, and, you know, that that's promo canceled 20, as well. That's canceled. That's, uh, we're going to lose that one. Promo um, code uh, Jorge off. is still in effect for the podcast. <laughs> well, you use the promo code flycool shit so you don't have to do other things that um, might be uh, regrettable in the future uh, for your, uh, you know, your aviation gear. <laughs> All right, Lee. Appreciate you having on, having you on, right. brother. And uh, fellas, thank you. Um, we'll keep it's watching. good. It's good chatting to you. I enjoy. I hear most episodes. You're doing a good job. So uh, I don't know why you're talking to me, but it was fun. And uh, keep up the good work. <laughs> Thanks. We appreciate it, dude. Thanks everyone for listening, and uh, we'll catch you guys next week. See you later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 